Hello, everybody. Welcome to Podcast Unlocked, episode 259. Ryan McCaffrey has died. He died. He passed away. Yeah. I think very the internet sad. saying is rip. Yeah, that is yeah. rip. Rest rip in peace. In pepperoni. Uh, no, Ryan, that's not how that works. Uh, Ryan oh. is on vacation. He's probably someone with baseball. I don't know. I would guess Tesla. So, you know, if you, if he you tweeted me, out a photo and it looked warm. I think the in pepperoni thing makes more sense. I think He's, so. a, <laughs> He's a pizza fan. Yeah. Uh, and then Destin is uh, at Gamescom in Germany. Along he with also died. 99% of the... I mean, we don't know. Like Time's ahead there, so he may have died in the in next the eight hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's not how time zones work. That's definitely how time zones That's work. absolutely... Uh, my name is Ronnie Sleva. I apologize for everything that's about to happen. Uh, I am joined by Alana Pierce. Greets. Sean Finnegan. Hello. And uh, is this your debut on the show? Yeah. Well, Miranda Sanchez. Oh, thank you. Miranda, thank you so much for being here. Hi, thanks for inviting me. How are you guys doing? Good. Pretty chill. Yeah. Uh, we, we're really sad about Ryan and Destin being dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sucks, but... I hope Maggie's okay. Who will edit my previews? <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, well, I like how you're going to care about like, the person, the human being. <laughs> he doesn't edit them. <laughs> Are you kidding? Um, no, they'll be back uh, next week. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, and we have already some really cool Gamescom-y stuff to talk about, mm-hmm. such as uh, a new Metal Gear. Wait, are we, we're not going to start with the thing at the top? Gamescom is pretty good. But I, I, yeah, well, I mean, we can if you want. I don't know. That's fine. That's fine. I, I just, wanted to talk about Metal Gear because we all just watch the trailer. You can talk about whatever you want. Thank you. When I'm hosting, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so starting with Metal Gear, then. <laughs> Quite uh, yeah, so uh, Metal Gear Survive uh, got announced this morning, and the, one of the Vs is very big to make it look like a 5 yes. to make you think it's a real game. <clears throat> But, but it's, it's not. not. Uh, so Metal Gear Survive is uh, the first Kojima-less uh, Metal Gear game after his departure. It is a four-player co-op uh, survival horror game. It's basically Left 4 Dead. But bad. Well, looks bad. Yeah. Well, we can't say Metal it is Gear. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. We um, don't know. Yeah, so the trailer shows uh, takes place seemingly after the events or in some parallel universe after the events of Phantom Pain and Ground Zeroes where uh, Mother Base is being destroyed and Snake and Master Miller are leaving on a chopper mm-hmm. and they abandon uh, this man that I don't care about because he's probably dumb. He's, he's probably really lame. sad. He yeah, he's really sad. sad. Yeah, but you don't he want... He did look sad. You don't want sad people <laughs> on a helicopter. don't care. I don't know if you guys have ever been on a helicopter, but a sad person ruins they like, really the entire... They really Do you think uh, he's one of the guys that got punched and said thank you? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's all I remember from yeah. <laughs> um, And then a, a vortex wormhole opens up. So it's all this dumb stuff. There's like There are wormholes and vortexes in Phantom Pain. Sure, it's a pretty weird game. Yeah, and so he gets sucked along with Mother Base through it and then lands in a crappy post-apocalyptic place where Mother Base is on the ground and it looks like Left 4 Dead and there are zombies that sort of look like the Cordyceps from uh, what was that game called? A man and a girl and they try to survive The Last of Us. Okay, with the child? With the child. Like the push around on rafts? Yeah. Oh yeah, the raft movie simulator. And it's a four-player co-op game and you're using spears to fight zombies and bows and arrows. It's weird because tonally like that was the thing that threw me off about the trailer was like I haven't played Metal Gear, so I don't really know how this compares to other Metal Gear games other than what I've heard from other people. Mm-hmm. But it starts off, and that first 30 seconds feels very Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the helicopter crashes, you get teleported, and then it feels very Resident Evil after that. Yeah, that's that. what I thought. Yep. It was like very Resident Evil looking. Yeah. It's way but more Resident, Resident Evil. Resident Evil Umbrella Corps looking. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Almost exactly. That's not what you want to be. No, and that's totally what it feels like. Yeah. like. It makes more sense to have that than Metal Gear. What I think has happened here is that they've just slapped the Metal Gear name on a thing to yeah. be like, we don't need Kojima. We got this. And everyone's like, oh, <clears throat> no, you don't. The, the trailer on uh, IGN's YouTube 
currently has around 4,000 views, 29,000 dislikes. 400,000 views. 400,000, sorry. That would be real weird. <laughs> 29,000 dislikes and 5,000 likes. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty bad. It's been up for like four hours. Yep. Um, yeah, this is just, this is really sad. Like, I was really hoping what Konami would do with Metal Gear is just let it lay dormant for a while. Yeah. I don't know how you win with this. Like, how how insular must your thinking be to be like, so you had all this fallout from Kojima, from Kojima leaving. It was Metal like, Gear, not Fallout. It was a different game. No. <laughs> all of this, not Fallout, all game. of this bad blood from that sort of like uh, developer-publisher breakup, and then everyone on the internet was blaming everyone, and Kojima has such a great reception when he goes and you know signs with Sony to do a new studio type yeah, thing. Yeah, the Death Stranding trailer at E3. Like, you yeah. had to have known that if you did a game that has Metal Gear in the name and Kojima's not on it, that it's not going to be well-received. So why no. even do it, especially if it's not going to be the same I game? I mean, I feel like Konami don't like doing things that are well-received, kind of. <laughs> They're just like, <laughs> the, the this is our thing. fuck Konami is yeah. a legitimate thing yeah. that people regularly use. Like, like they have that... Pl- plastered on their own walls. Like Wait, is it, one, is it 1K or 2Ks? Like, it's do they 2K. Use, it's two. Okay, okay, I wasn't sure if they yeah. like use the K uh, from... Don't, I don't like don't, talking don't, about don't. volumes of Ks. Ah! <laughs> it's only two, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, anyway, so they've done a ton of stuff that's been really bad for YouTubers where they copyright things that they kind of don't even own, uh, which I think is a, a music thing. I, I definitely haven't read into that enough, but I know that um, they've really harmed the YouTube community who've tried to broadcast their games and people have been really mad about that kind of stuff and uh now you know all the stuff that happened with kojima and now metal gear survive being resident evil left the dead but trash mm-hmm. is i don't know what they're doing I well and also so far the two things they've shown of metal gear post kojima have been the snake ear pachinko machine mm-hmm. right where its visuals are, are updated in fox engine and i'm like well what if this wasn't a pachinko game that'd mm-hmm. be cool uh and then this and i'm just like what between what they're doing with this, yeah. what, so, the but, lack of what they're doing with Castlevania. Yeah. What Timeless legacy. The better option is, though, do they just try to make a true Metal Gear or they do like their own weird spin-off-y things like it's, this? It's, to like, me... What would be the I better option? I would think a Revengeance 2. What yeah. they would do would be like make a game like Metal Gear Rising Revengeance that is still Metal Gear and it makes sense in the Metal Gear universe. There are Metal Gears in it, mm-hmm. but not... Cool, you know? It's yeah, not a if you're gonna, game. If you're going to do it at all, which I'm not convinced that you should. Like, if, if it was me sitting in the boardroom and I'm hearing pitches for what we're going to spend our resources on next, I would listen to a Metal Gear pitch, but that pitch would have to be, okay, it's a spinoff or a side sort of thing, and it's which with, like... Is. Which is, yeah, it's like, this is that. But with the key thing being Revengeance was developed by Platinum. Yeah. Like, yeah. give me a killer developer mm-hmm. behind that because that's the only way gamers are going to even be open to it is like, okay, it's not a snake game. Yeah. It's a Revengeance type thing. And it's being made by someone we all know makes great games. Okay, I'm more open to it now even if I hated what you guys did to and also a character, the past. Like, character like Raiden as well. Yeah. Um, Just give it cool. time to breathe. This is literally less it's, than a year. Yeah. It came out at the end of September. Phantom Pain came out. Yeah. And, like, why are you doing this? No, this I really re- think it's to distance themselves from Kojima and be like, we can You distance yourself from Kojima by not doing anything. Also, yeah. why do you want to distance yourself from Kojima? <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Just stop. Yeah. But I also want to mention that I did think that the bow looked really cool. Oh, with the cool spinny, the spinny arrow? arrow yeah, thing? I thought yeah. that that looked, and it, like, caused a sweet explosion. That's like having Tomb Raider kinds of bow and arrow combat, but mm-hmm. in Metal Gear. And I think that is cool. Um, yeah. This is just not a very good You thing. can tell they thought it was cool, too. That shot lasts for, like, 10 <laughs> yeah. seconds. Yeah. So slow it down. Yeah. yeah. So since uh, 2017, uh, it's coming to uh, Xbox One, PS4, and PC. I imagine it's going to be budget-priced. I don't think it's going to be a full-price game. Oh. Um, I huh. will take that bet. I'll bet you this is a $60 game. Yeah. What if it's free-to-play? 
No way. Yeah. Maybe that would change things. Yeah. Does Japan... Has, yeah, has, I mean, has a Japanese developer ever made a free-to-play game? I mean, I'm, I'm sure Probably. they have, but I just don't know if it's as like prevalent as... Yeah, I mean, uh, what's it called? Didn't Final like Fantasy Happy, end up being... Free? Happy Wars and Happy Dungeons by Japanese Yeah, developer. yeah. But and, I mean, it's not Konami, but sure, you know. Sure. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I totally forgot what I was just about to say. Fantastic. About, no, right. <laughs> so this is like a Left 4 Dead-style game. Uh, we've also seen the... Call of Duty thing that we'll get into later that's again Left 4 Dead style it's like I wonder if you know how that was that trend for a while of everyone making the full V1 games mm-hmm. if now it's the Left 4 Dead style and we still just aren't really getting a Left 4 Dead 3 because <laughs> Valve doesn't need to they totally don't Valve need will, to that's always my answer I'll be that. surprised if Valve ever makes another video game it wouldn't be that's profitable not, they'll for just them. make Monkey Kings the it's a waste of yeah, their money like, it took them years yeah <laughs> <laughs> forever yeah. It just it doesn't make sense for them to make games when a, the platform that they have, and B, the games they have are so profitable. Like, Dota yeah. is super profitable. I spend so much money in Dota. People do. So it makes a lot more sense for them to just keep updating Dota or old stuff that they have than to make new games at all. And while I would love a Left 4 Dead 3, especially since it's been a pretty long time since Left 4 Dead 2, I don't think it makes any sense for them to make that. I mean, any of the threes from Valve, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the weird that's thing true. with someone Portal like Valve, 3. though, is that like they are, with, with Portal and Left 4 Dead and, and Half-Life, is like they're so concerned with being... Like with 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 pushing the boundaries mm-hmm. and being that next step in mm-hmm. gaming and in turn like Half Life was there. Do you think Portal switched. Two did that? Uh, I get no, what I you're guess, saying. Half Life. I, I mean Portal One, Half Life Two, and Left yeah. 4 Dead One. Um, whereas since uh, Half Life Two, we've had a ton of really great first person narrative driven games. Yeah. Uh, since Portal One, we've had a ton of really smart first person puzzle games like are, The Witness. And there are tons of things that. You know a portal esque. Yeah. Like Darkseid is has portal elements. Yeah. It's like that and, is obviously. And portal. then since the first Left 4 Dead or even since Team Fortress, we have things like Overwatch yeah. and like yeah. the Rise of the Hero Shooter. And so I feel like they're not going to take that next step until they know whatever that is, which everyone thinks right. is gonna be VR. Which, which is I what don't I think know. for Half Life, I think that they if they could make a really good first person VR game that they would again, I don't think it's profitable, but I can see them doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a, a room for Left 4 Dead three. I don't know we if have that... The, it was a conference room for Left 4 Dead. <laughs> we, we do have a Left 4 Dead room, yes. That was very clever. It's one of my uh, favorite rooms. Don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, that's a <laughs> terrible room. I really like it because Why? there's a, a light on the ceiling that I would go in there a oh, whole lot. Creepiest. And then uh, maybe like my fifth time in that room, I realized that there was like a silhouette of a dead body that looks like it's like looking down at you or a zombie or whatever in the light. It's so it's cool. It's got glass on two of the sides. And if you complain in it, everyone in the next room can hear yes, you complain. Yes, the problem with those it's meeting rooms is my, that everyone can hear. Yeah, Don't gossip t- in there. Yeah, the, no, way I, the way I rank our conference rooms is can I complain and not get in trouble? That's why Sterling Cooper wins? Also, That's why any bar in the city Can wins. I have Wi-Fi? Can I have Wi-Fi? That's uh, the answer is no, Wi-Fi you can't. About, you know what would be cool, though? A Gears of War room. Hmm. I'm taking uh, Dustin's segue, Judy. <laughs> We actually did a good job. Uh, Miranda, we Hi. specifically asked on today, A, yes. because she's excellent and you're a host Thanks. of uh, our anime podcast, Anime yeah, Club, I am. which anime. is rad. Yay, anime. But also, you played a bunch of Gears of War 4. More I than did. anyone else here. I feel so lucky. Me and Dustin went up to Vancouver mm-hmm. and I got to play a bunch of Gears of War 4 and it was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had so much fun. <laughs> Uh, so we spoke briefly about it with Dustin last week, but there was some mm-hmm. stuff that we couldn't talk about. Is there some what what has the embargo lifted on this week? Can we talk about the DBs yet? Yes, today we put up a bunch of stuff in a wiki that I wrote um, about the DBs. So, so kind of just going down into the different classes and like what their weapons are. 
Um, did Dustin talk about the weapons? Wait, so the DBs are the robos, right? Yes, the okay. robot babies. I don't think we talked about any. No, we didn't talk about the weapons specifically. Oh, okay. I mean, not the weapons. We, we brought up the DBs, yeah. but I really wanted to know uh, how they about... got their personality, but he couldn't answer that. Okay. Did you guys talk about Marcus? We did talk about Old Man Marcus a little bit. Yeah. He's so good. You just, I was here last week. Yes. Talk about more stuff. I was all right, we can talk week. about it all again. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I guess we should go in circles. But yeah. uh, see, the level I played was when you're first meeting up with Marcus. Um, so we have a clip on IGN, and I got to play a little bit more. And it was really cool. Um, and he's not very friendly with JD. Like they're not oh. on good terms. So are they like? Um, uh, did did they have a falling that. out? Like, oh, was, yeah. was JD not raised by Marcus, or like, do we know any JD's of that? Yet? Been on his own for a while. Okay, like, he and is then, Anya and Marcus's kid, though. Yes, yep. like that is confirmed, like in the tomorrow trailer as well. Mm-hmm. Like, True. So they yes. have that as little baby JD running. To little baby JD. Parents. Marcus so. is carrying a tree. <laughs> it's amazing. It sounds like something he'd do. He is yeah. the size of a tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes sense. It's got man's got a weird um, neck. Yeah. I remember getting a question from someone. He's like, "How can Marcus still be fit for combat after 25 years?" Like, because he's Marcus Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. You think he'd like get okay. out of shape? So I'm riding the Gears of War in five minutes right now, mm-hmm. uh, and one of the things that I was like, "Hang on, this doesn't make any sense." Is that the entire prison <laughs> started the first game? Everyone is pardoned, basically, except Marcus, who is effectively left to die. And then the entire prison gets taken over by locusts. Mm-hmm. And then Dom shows up and busts him out. And I just don't understand how Marcus was still alive. Or how he didn't look super malnourished. What if he ate the locusts? What if he was <laughs> even bigger than I mean, he was Yeah, what before? if he was like twice the size <laughs> before the start of Gears? This is malnourished, though. Maybe he was like that Galactus. Yeah. yeah, he was enormous. He barely fit in that cell. Yeah. Right, that does make sense. Yeah. I believe it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Never mind. Um, but yeah, so when you first meet up with them, like they're very cold towards each other, mm. and um, it's interesting because I didn't, I never expected like Marcus to be really like loving or anything, and so it was kind of weird to see him in the tomorrow trailer. Like he, like he just like is so happy to see JD. Mm. It's like, oh, parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like where they're going with that story. It's going to be a father-son story. Like, over like, the arc like of the game. Like the entirety of Gears of War. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, seemingly more intimate, right? Because yeah. Marcus is, like, the main dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, no one really ever cared about Adam Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, well, like, he, was, he yeah. was a person that did great things that were very important, but yeah. he's also super removed from the game a lot yeah, of time. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure, sure. Whereas with this, whereas with this, yeah. you are playing as the son, and you have three games of experience with the father. Yeah. But that does sound weirdly similar. Like, if you take, you know, Marcus Phoenix as a war hero... And then he's just absent from his life. Like that's a strange parallel. Those situations. Um, I don't think he's similar. absent entirely. Like, we don't really know when they break off from each other. Um, I just know oh, that. Oh, why? That's true. Yeah, we just know that they're living outside the main city. So if you guys don't know much about Gears of War Four's like main that's premise, true. is that a lot of humanity has been kind of walled into this one big cock city, and they're trying to repopulate and come back from the war. Mm-hmm. Does that and mean that Marcus is a stranded? Mm, so there's like another faction called the Outsiders, and I don't think Marcus is that. Based on what we played, mm-hmm. it seemed like he's just accepted to live out by himself. Mm-hmm. Like he's approved to be out, kind of calling. He's decided to sort of like oh, okay. do a yeah. on Walden Pond so he was and just go out to. in the woods. Yes, yeah. okay. yes. Because, yeah. <laughs> Whereas, yeah. I mean, what happened with the Stranded was that they were just they didn't make it when yes. everyone was evacuated, yes. so they didn't have a choice. So then the Outsiders are a. Are, faction. Yes, the outsiders are the people that don't want to go with the cog. They're like, I don't like how huh. you guys are treating us. Um, okay. So one really interesting character, I don't know if Dustin talked about her, um, is First Minister Jin, and she leads the cog. Mm-hmm. And so the way I always explained about her personality is like, whenever you have like, say you have like the two last rabbits on the earth, like do you just let them go and like have fun, or do you like put them in a cage, like make sure they reproduce and like do all this like take 
utmost care of him. And it's kind of like how she treats like humanity is like mm. very, very strict, like, like be social, like, yeah. but don't hurt yourself. And yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. it's like humanity is so precious at this point that like they're trying to do their best to like take care of them. Yeah, they lost like 80 percent or something. Yeah. So the outsiders, people are like, I don't want you to like hold my hand. Like, mm-hmm. leave me alone, mom. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> they're the little... Okay. I can understand both sides of that, and I like that yeah. as, as something that is a conflict. Yeah, and so um, JD and his friend go out to, his friend Del go out to the Outsiders um, for some reason, and they're hanging out with them, and that's where they meet Kate, mm-hmm. the other person in their trio. So is Kate an Outsider? Yes. But JD is a cog? Is yes. He a soldier? JD and Del are soldiers. Okay. But they went something happened with them like it's not really clear like if they they went AWOL or they just left or something and then they went with the outsiders and then all the outsiders got taken by the swarm like it's kind of like the big conflict is that uh, just calling is just getting taken by this you know mysterious new enemy which we know is the swarm the swarm is this game's locust yes but we don't know like what they are they look very locust they look very locust yeah and they showed the the, there was the demo from Gamescom that took place in a church and it just looked like a big naked locust that was also ID3 I played that and previewed it that was good yeah that man looked um, big and naked. It was very strange. Yes. He, he, they are. Yeah. Um, I also, big like, and naked and strange. I got well, to play as him in the, in the multiplayer. Really? Yeah, I was like, I'm so naked. Which is <laughs> weird. So weird. It's like you're super naked, but there's no genitals. Like, yeah. Maybe it's, it's like, like a Ken doll. Yeah. yeah it or it's is. like the, the, what is it, the Urukai in Lord of the Rings yeah, are sort of yeah. like born from the earth. And yeah, I get why they don't have genitals. they got a weird yeah. butt. Yeah. yeah, they got weird butts. They don't you got a weird butt, you got to have weird genitals. That's not how a bladder works. But we also don't know how they are created or reproduced. So if it's just. Yeah, I think they came out of like locust burial sites or something, so it's, they could be tied somehow. Huh. So maybe it's like new yeah. I mean, there's going to be some. Like, there's no way this game's not going to have mentions some of sort of tie. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. locusts are all dead because of the lambent the, the countermeasure strand. Yeah, which means that I mean, some of them could have evolved to not have any lambent in them mm-hmm. at all, meaning that they wouldn't. Die. There's like two left. Yeah. yeah. Like they could have evolved beyond that and then could just repopulate in theory. Yeah. Like they're obviously a very smart race. And also I still just writing this gears in five minutes. I don't know how nobody figured out that the whole planet was full of locust tunnels. Yeah. Right? Did like, they not have you, a single geologist? How do you develop a planet and not know what's going on underneath? They had no idea. The but they knew that Sarah, sorry, uh, Jacinto was all built on bedrock, but they somehow didn't know everything else was just full of tunnels. <laughs> That's what we call selective storytelling. <laughs> Doesn't make any yeah. sense. Um, I would like to know how the DBs got their personalities. Okay, so yeah, so so they're robots, right? Going with yes, yes. but they have so, personalities. Yes, like, so, so are they AIs? I mean, Good so question. the way the DBs originated, going back to the Cog, is that they are the security force mm-hmm. and they do the hard labor that they don't want humans to do. So that's why a lot of the weapons are kind of like construction-based mm-hmm. weapons. So they're in the Cog City. Yes, so they okay. work for first first minister and they are oh. like like I said, they're security force, mm-hmm. and they do all the, like the hard labor that they don't want for the humans, so that they could stay safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of like the personality aspects comes into how they talk to you when you're in combat, and it's really silly because they're like, "This is antisocial behavior," and like, <laughs> "Like go back to your homes." Oh, <laughs> just, like while you're in so combat, they, that's yeah, because really they're like funny. security force. They're not like meant for war and stuff. But huh. Jin sends them out to go after JD and the. Um, and the outsiders, because mm-hmm. she thinks that they're destroying uh, the cog. I guess they have like some settlements that they're branching out, mm-hmm. and that they're getting kidnapped, but it's by this woman they don't know. And so she sends them out, saying it's the outsiders trying to like figure out what's going on. And huh. They respond with their guns because that's what they do. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so they're just like really silly. Um, 
I wrote about it in my preview, but there was this one point where I felt really bad because the some of the DBs are kind of pathetic. It's like, Aww. oh, you poor baby. <laughs> I'm sorry, Robin. Are they like Marvin from like Hitchhiker's Guide depressing? Like that kind no, of thing? Because I think that's hilarious. Not that depressing, but there's this one point where a plane crashes and some of the DBs kind of come out and it's like, help. <laughs> it's like, there's something wrong. Stay away from the air. I kind of think it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just, they that's really them in cute. Half. They're cute. What kind of, you sent like some of the weapons or tools, like why are any of them notable or like do, do any of them? Like, oh, those are the, yeah, those are the two that we already know about. Mm-hmm. Um, I always forget what they cut the buzz kill and the drop shot. So, so those are DB weapons? Those in theory, uh, or at least new weapons. They're they're new weapons, but there are new sp- DB specific weapons as okay. well. Um, and we learned about a few of them. One of them is a sniper, which mm. is pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's the M bar. Yeah, the M bar is a sniper. It doesn't have a scope because it's made for robots. That's so funny. They just squint. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like which is weird, right? It's like wait. Oh, um, but I used it a few times and it still works pretty well. Like if you just zoom in, like you're fine. Um, of course, you don't get the same accuracy, but like it has mm-hmm. three shots as opposed to just a one shot. Nice. So um, it's very nice. Um, the robot weapons are also electronic, so the way they fire is a little bit different. So like the M bar is kind of like the railgun in that it has a charge, so you have to start charging it up. And if you miss, like you wait too long while you're trying to shoot, nice. then you know it overloads yeah. and you have to like wait. Um, How does uh, ammunition for them work? Is that different? Because it's electronic too. No, it's still just ammo. Like, You're just taking battery juice or whatever. Yeah, okay. just just battery square. juice. is what it's battery called. Battery juice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's really nice to watch things explode when you shoot them, because mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's since it is like more of electronic bursts. Like, it's like it an just, electrical file. Yeah, it just looks yeah, really pretty nice. Well, and that's yeah. the thing. Like even like I don't know if you guys played Vanquish, but it's the same way. I like, love Vanquish like, so much. Messing up robots in games looks so cool. Yeah. Like you almost get like desensitized when it comes to uh, things that are flesh and there's just blood everywhere and everything's getting ripped in half but like yeah. robots you're like oh this is cool looking yeah the yeah. whole of Vanquish is ridiculous but looks awesome yeah. even sliding around and little yeah. feet jetpacks yeah I want Vanquish too there's feet jetpacks <gasps> really yeah I want one of the robots it's called the DR1 um, they're scary <laughs> no. <laughs> no they're just like really big they're the beefy guys yeah um, so and they'd be usually... like your equivalent to like what are they, wait scarabs? they're the beefy dudes this is Gears of Wars we're talking about right yeah. <laughs> they're the beefy robots yeah. everything's the a little bit beefy everything is beefy it's like the locusts have boomers like everything has its, yeah. its beefy version like yeah. That. yeah so like that's the beefy version yeah. um, and they're pretty slow and so and to dodge things they have jet packs in their feet that's awesome and they can so cool so there's this one time when Dustin was playing so I'm gonna call him out now because I said it was me in the preview, but it was him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, so he was playing and he got downed, and there was the DR1, which is the big guy, on the other side of cover. And so Marcus came over to help him up. And the DR1s, when they get too much damage, they self destruct. Mm-hmm. And so they'll like charge at you before they self destruct oh, and they'll cool. blow up. Um, so instead of doing that, like he was getting down, and then the DR1 flew over cover and stomped him so he so like Marcus came over to help and then the DR1 like blew up and killed both of them oh, that's <laughs> just awesome. really good I really yeah. like that sort of the, the suicide bomber approach to like that that throws in a different uh, wrinkle into combat and how that's going to affect yeah. horde mode there's yeah. kind of a lot of that too because there's these things called the trackers and they're like these little balls the rolling ones oh yeah, yeah. I saw that yeah. and they're like 
really quiet, especially yeah. if you're like focusing on oh, like, really? say, something that's bigger. And so it's really easy to not notice that they roll it behind you, especially yeah. if you're like kind of in a dark if you're, Or if you're in like cover and, and yeah. sort of zoomed in on something specific. So they would be like those little lambent things. What were they, the crawly yes. ones? Yeah. Yes. Yes. They so called. they, so yeah, they just roll up and then they kind of expand and then they explode. That's awesome. So, but you, can, you have like a brief moment where you can just kick them away. Yeah. That's you can awesome. Kick them. Yeah. So you can kick them back in the enemy. Drop kick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. I'm just I like, goodbye. So. God. I'm so excited. So overall, this sounds really different. Yeah, so finding them, and like the shepherds, like the core standard units, the, the silly ones, um, aren't very different from like what you typically shoot. Um, but the other ones add like a nice layer of tactics to your yeah. combat. So like if you're playing, you know, like on one of the harder difficulties, then you have another thing to work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's in the awesome. environment. Yeah. So can I ask, uh, based on what you've played, what is the biggest difference between Gears of War 4 and the previous games? Hmm. The one thing that stands out is like, whoa, this is super new. Well, I mean, it's something we've already talked about before, like in different previews and stuff, but it's like the personality of it. Um, before, like, though I did like the Gears of War story, like what really hung on to me was the combat. Like, I just love playing with my friends and like, get in. Like, the story was fine, but that's not what is the most notable thing for me. Mm-hmm. But this one seems, <clears throat> even though I like enjoy playing with, you know, the team that I had, like I didn't get to do co-op with anybody. Um, and I enjoyed playing a ton, but the story just seems a lot more engaging just mm-hmm. because we have that past with Marcus and seeing yeah. him again in this new environment is just really endearing. And yeah. his, his kid's really interesting. He's not the same kind of one-dimensional negative, sort of, yeah. yeah, beefhead. You're just like, yeah. Yeah, and again, that's another thing. Like, we were talking about with <laughs> Half-Life. Like, it's been a decade <laughs> since uh, the franchise started, and storytelling in games has been pushed forward since then. And so it's one that's of those true. things where, like, they're able to marry that incredible combat that, like, Gears 1, like, did change third-person combat uh, Absolutely. going forward like, with, with cover and active reload. Yeah. And uh, so I like the idea of that with a 2016 mentality. Yeah, and like all of that story. is super solid. It's mm-hmm. not saying that any of that lacks. Oh, like, totally. I love the new events. There's this one I need to talk about. It's called the Overkill, which is a new shotgun. Um, and what This it, sounds really cool. It's, I love it yeah. so much. <laughs> it sounds really cool. Um, so when you first shoot, like you pull the trigger, you get one shot. And when you let go, you get another shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like seems really simple, but it's so satisfying. Because like say you like you know someone's around the corner and you shoot someone's in front of you, you can hold the shot and then release and then shoot again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you can like just like spray. Like you have four little four little bits in a clip. So. Yeah, and I love the idea of, yeah, you, you that, that uh, push-pull of do you want to use both shots on the same thing or do you want to you know, quickly yeah. try to target the next thing? It's really strong, too, and like the spray changes based on how you're firing, so if like, you're just kind of going rapid fire, it's like a really wide spray, mm-hmm. but if you like hold it, it's like really focused, so it's like a lot more lethal if you're like yeah. more stealthy with it. I think that's going to be really fun in multiplayer. It was so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it so that much. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there have been other multiplayer changes, like the active reload was changed in multiplayer. <sighs> I know when I used to start, I would just shoot the lance up, like immediately before. Yeah, everyone just like shoots the clip. So you get your active reload and I think I read that they changed that so you can't do that anymore? So the biggest thing is that now it's a cooldown. So as soon as you pick up a weapon, your cooldown starts. Um, And the biggest thing was this was just because they needed to balance it for competitive especially Mm -hmm. uh, because one looks silly for people to just be shooting out their clip and walls and whatever. Yeah. Um, And that was a little unfair when people got a power weapon 
and they immediately active reloaded it and like it's just a little Super bit more predictable. And yeah. new players yeah. didn't realize. Yeah. yeah, so now you can still get that active reload, but you have to wait. So like as soon as you pick up a new weapon, the cooldown starts. So it's just a little bit more predictable. So if you see someone grab a power weapon, then you know like they're, they're not going to have the full potential of it mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. So it's like almost like the opportune time to strike yeah. in a way. I feel like that's smart. Yeah, so just like a little thing that I think will help a lot. Like it's, I can't say for sure whether or not it completely balances mm-hmm. it because I played yeah. like a super isolated, like just a few matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the game, uh, the game looks awesome. Like all the footage they've shown so far, the, the 4K version looks incredible. Obviously the regular that's, version looks great. That's what too. I was going to ask about is like, when we first saw Gears of War, there was like the supla about how the multiplayer beta looked yeah. not good. It didn't look great. But then, yeah, I mean, that's like also, it improved drastically so it over gorgeous. the next yeah. little bit. It's like, also kind based of weird. On what, like what you saw, yes. both campaign and multiplayer, how does it look oh, graphically? Oh, great. Yeah. I mean, I think the weird thing with that too is it was a beta, but it was a kind of alpha. Yeah. And so it's kind of a weird miscommunication on that, on the, maybe on their part for like how they presented what they did. Yeah, and the term like beta is like sort of it has a nebulous meaning now because yeah. we get those so often we'll get a beta like a month before the game comes out and you're yeah. like, well this is yeah. sort of like the game is like visually done whereas this one was far enough back to where it's like well no the game's gonna have visual polish beta is basically a lie at this point yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's just it's a word that doesn't mean anything it's, yeah. it's, you know. it's pre-release as well. yeah exactly yeah, it's like pre-release. this is not done yeah. just yeah. no it's not done kind yeah. of thing you didn't get to see did you see anything with Horde mode? Or no. Can you not talk about that yet? No. Okay. I don't know anything about Horde, okay. sadly. Well, I mean, we know it's there. They told me that they yes. were playing it, and that I was like, oh, must be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's debuting at PAX West. Uh, I don't oh, think awesome. we've gotten like official confirmation on that. But yeah, because, yeah, they were on I our Gamescom happening. live show. I was just watching the segment, and they said, yeah, they're stoked for Horde mode. They had a bunch of changes coming to it, but they're not ready to talk about it yet. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited cool. about checking that out. I mean, overall, I was that first trailer that we saw, what, two years ago, I was like, Okay, I'm very excited to see Gears of War on a stage again. But that trailer wasn't great. Like the super dark me? survival horror yeah, one with the like, weird dog thing. What is this? That's, yeah. that's really cool, though. Yeah. The pouncers. Yeah. I got to fight some of them in E3, and they're really cool and difficult. Yeah. I mean, oh no, I'm excited. Oh. Like tonally, I thought it was cool. I just didn't yeah. think it was a great reveal demo. No, because true. it looked like Gears of War was my yeah. thing. I also just didn't know. I again, not having played the rest of the games. I mean, just the no, first I one. Just played one. That's so good. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really know Which what I was that looking at. What are you doing? Playing so cool stuff think, on the side. If you haven't played it, what do you think of Adam Phoenix? What is your really understanding about Adam Phoenix? Wait, like, Adam Phoenix? Yeah. Marcus Phoenix's dad. Why, why, how does he know who Grandpa Adam Phoenix, Phoenix? is? Grandpa yeah, Phoenix? My point is. is, like, what the hell would you think of Adam Phoenix, who is basically the selling point to Gears 3, oh, I have, based on small things that oh. you know from the first game? Like, Oh, well, I have a total lack of information. It was no ten, idea. Yeah, it was 10 years ago that I played that game. The first one. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't even, I wouldn't even be able to tell you if I formed any impression of who Marcus's Fe- Marcus Phoenix's dad is or was or who he is to Marcus mm-hmm. based huh. on that game. It was just too it long just ends ago. up being such a, a big driving force. But then it also seems like in Gears 4, you don't need the trilogy. It seems to me like you don't so, need to have played them. Yes, I think That's this would be cool. a good place to pick up if you have yeah. not played the original Gears, though you would get a greater appreciation for it if sure. you had played the original trilogy. Also, they're very good to play them anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, that's my thing is like, I, I'm sure they are. Uh, it's more just like a, I got Destiny to play. <laughs> I'm going to play some Counter-Strike. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> Halo! But, uh, yeah, there's so many. I, 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 have a tr- I have trouble going back to things once they've already happened. Like, it's the same reason why I... I haven't read any of the Harry Potter books or seen any of the movies. And I, it's not because I don't think they're good. I'm sure they're very good. But it just happened, you know? Like, Harry Potter was written, and then the movie started being made, and then their audience grew up with the movies, and then the whole thing ended, 
and now I can't get into it because Why? it's over. It's done. What, do you mean? what am I going to do? Start reading better. the books and watch movie and come into work and be like, hey, yeah. let's yeah. Harry Potter. Yes, everyone Everyone's still, already talking also, about everyone it. Everyone was talking about Harry Potter like a week ago because so, a new book came out. Do you out. not watch Netflix shows because they all air, like all upload at once? No, <laughs> already that's, done? Not, that's not the same thing. Like does Harry Potter you, ended Does years that mean you're ago? not allowed to watch what? a movie from before you were born? <laughs> not the same thing, Marty. I'm pretty sure the book series that I'm reading right now ended in the 90s. And I'm like, I'm reading it because when it's a was, good when series. When was the? Are you talking about Harry Potter or this no, what no. you're walking? The wheel what you're reading right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, it's more. It's more just like Harry Potter was such a cultural zeitgeist thing that it's Man, like that's crazy. Can you want? Can could you recommend? You're a big Lost fan, right? Yes, I'm literally rewatching <laughs> Lost right now. So yes, like, I recommend it to every he human told being me on to Earth. Watch it yesterday. Yes. <laughs> On I, a never podcast. Fi- I never yeah. finished it, but I had someone spoil it. Oh my god, me. it's so good! I so, so sad. Oh, the music's no. very good. There's I, a nice dog. And his like name's Vincent. I can yeah, kind of defend you in working at IGN. You have to stay up to date with the newest stuff that's coming out all the time, and I, I kind of have that where I'm like, I shouldn't play this because I should be playing this. Yeah, thing it's, so I can it's talk about it. very hard to go back. Yeah, except it is right now because it's August you. and there's not a ton out. Yes, so no so excuse. Play Gears. Yeah, go. Okay, you're talking about Gears. I may go back and play Gears. I will not read Harry Potter. Yeah, you don't watch the movies. Just watch the movies. That's See, I the first two movies are kind of trash. But I hear the first. Three, three I, really I hear that the movies are. Uh, I mean, three I is Alfonso Cuarón, and it's incredible. Right. Oh, you three see, is my favorite. Yeah, I mean, you see the you like you see I the visual stylings really of too. Children of Men. Just the know? acting sucks. It's not. It's because they're they're little babbies. Yeah. They're children. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, another reason. Babbies IRL, really. Babbies IRL. They are but really young. It's crazy. Yeah. They're so cute. Look at them now. And who's also cute? JD. Really? Yeah. Is the crush on JD? He's cute. He's, He's a cute like boy. The, the, I like, never get to talk about this kind of stuff on podcasts. He's cute. He's cute. Yay. Yeah. What are you talking about? You talk about how <laughs> cute dogs with Andrew all the time. That's true. That's yeah. like a different kind of cute, though. Yeah. That's, JD's well, good. Same. She's good. What's she's the good. difference? Is he best girl? No. <laughs> Is he best boy? <laughs> Is best boy a thing? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, JD's yes. best boy. Kind of. Huh. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, that, I have literally no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> We're hitting on JD Phoenix. <laughs> no, yeah. I know, but what does best boy saying, mean? That means he's the best boy. Is it's like anime trash? That's that's what I bring Got to it. IGN. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, I have to I'm anime, anime trash. You bring shooter trash. She brings anime <laughs> trash. <laughs> but uh, speaking of you know August being a slow month. There are so many shootings coming out in fall. Yeah, yeah. it's it's terrifying, and it's we've gotten uh, we got updates on the three uh, big multi-platform mm-hmm. ones uh, being Battlefield One coming out on October twenty first, Titanfall Two on October twenty eighth, and Call of Duty Infinite Warfare on uh, November fourth. It's insane that these are coming out I fourteen days apart. Just, hey, just a side note: you're missing one big one. No, you guys have an entire podcast about that. Destiny. You guys have an entire podcast Wait, about that's that. That's not new though. Like not a new full game, right? I mean, it's is it's it a brand the new biggest... video? Game? It's not a brand new. Well, I mean, no. There's not a brand new video. Guys, there's 15 more lights. This is I'm like just, a. So I'm just really bitter about Destiny. Why? So, oh, because is Brian really I got ignored. Into it? Yeah. Oh no. Are you it's bitter about Dota? Happened. Huh? Are you bitter about Dota? Doesn't. No, because we play together, play together and he talks to me. <laughs> but when he plays oh, Destiny, man. evidently he just ignores her. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not really that bad, but. I'm just saying it's not Okay, do you want to talk? You, you no, want, no, no, no. Let's talk about 60 this seconds. You can talk about Destiny for 60. This is like yep. with Andrew and Persona. <laughs> Go. You get 60 seconds and you can talk. I, don't, I, have no, I didn't put Destiny on here because I have no idea anything about Destiny. What's going on with Destiny this fall? So Rise of Iron is coming out September 20th. It okay. is the latest and the biggest expansion since Taken King. It's the swan song of Destiny, the first sort of iteration of the game before we get... It's the last big update before we get Destiny 2. So much information has been revealed you about here it. last week. Last week he said that Destiny 2 wasn't a thing. I'm still referring to it colloquially as Destiny. Destiny 2. Cool. It may not be 
called it's actually nice Destiny. Destiny. Well, it's called Destinies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> like Demon's Souls. <laughs> Destinies. But uh, yeah, we have a ton of footage up on IGN. There's a bunch of new stuff, like a new, like you know, new maps, new armor, new weapons, new, new campaign, new raid. Yeah, new PvP mode, new all sorts of stuff. So a lot of cool stuff. When's it come out? September. September twentieth. And now it doesn't, have final, it doesn't have Final Fantasy to compete with, so there's nothing. Forty bucks, or but there's also this the col- whole collector's edition. Yeah, it's called Destiny: The Collection, which is all of the content up until Rise of Iron, that's including cool. Rise of Irons. So that for which clues me into like this will I think that sort of signifies that this is going to be the last update to Destiny before Definitely. Destiny Two or whatever. Yeah, Destiny like next. there will be yeah. in pri- like over the past year, we've gotten smaller sided events that come in and out of the game. Like we had this thing called SRL, which is Sparrow Racing League, and it shows up for like two weeks. Those are like, like free, right? Sparrow yeah, racist. yeah, they're totally oh, free. Sparrow Racist League. Yeah. So we'll have that stuff, but yeah, this is the last significant update before Destiny 2, or Destiny the sequel, or Destiny's or apostrophe Destiny's. S. Destiny's yeah, you know what the prequel is? is. Destiny's Child. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, a sequel. How does family work? Sequel. How do families yeah, work? This, this is Destiny's this Child. I'm just going to refer to oh the next God. Destiny as Destiny's <laughs> Child. I like that a lot. That's good. That's so good. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's basically it. We have a whole podcast, like you pointed out, devoted to this called Fireteam Chad. Me and Destin and Fran are over there. And we also have a Fireteam Chat channel. So if any of this interests you, go over there. A fire team chit chat. Where is it? I just said. You said I, the fire team channel. Go there. Okay, well, it's youtube.com slash fire team chat. So, there you go. Yeah. Right. Also, you can go to youtube.com slash fireside chat and see cool interviews with Franklin Delano Roosevelt. <laughs> By a fire. By a fire. And he was sitting down because he had a hard time walking. Yes. Hmm. Uh, so we got an email about the one trailer. <laughs> Was that yesterday? Uh, yeah, I believe it was yesterday. The Gamescom trailer, uh, which uh, showcased supposedly in-engine single-player footage of in a engine, level. In-engine. In-engine. <laughs> what, what were we talking about where you just... You kept saying in-engine. It's the way that you say it. I in say in-engine. In-engine. In in how do you guys say it? In-engine. 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 This is bad. Okay. Anyway. Uh, it showed uh, horses. It showed deserts with lots of colors. It, it showed sandstorms. Yes. And it showed Lawrence of Arabia, which is very And exciting. cool vehicles. Yeah. Uh, have you guys seen it? No. It's a very good Did trailer. Did they play Sandstorm? The first one was a really good trailer. <laughs> 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 and Max was like, and then does it transition to Dota? <laughs> is there How any is Dota? it possible that <laughs> it's a classic, Monty? It's, it's a classic. It's a classic. <laughs> it's an excellent It's the song. only good Australian export ever. <laughs> one time I played that song twice in a row while I was DJing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did anyone oh, notice? Did anyone notice? Stoked. Did anyone notice it end? <laughs> Probably. I, the song, I, the song I is like a little boring. I can just itself. imagine being in a crowd of people and like Sandstorm ends, and you're like, "Whoa, that was really cool. What's next?" And then it starts playing again, and instead of everyone being like, "Oh, this again," everyone's like, "Yeah, this again." That's exactly what happened. That's also it's like the one song you want to repeat. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, but the trailer is cool. You guys should check it out. Uh, yes. It does the horse combat looks really cool. Um, a lot of horses are gonna die, so I feel bad for. Brian no, what if they just went off? Uh, I mean, idea. they get literally shot through the head with bullets. No, they're just they're just running off. It's fine. Well, that's one one man's runoff is another man's. <laughs> that horse is dead. <laughs> no, uh, I think the sandstorms look really cool, and I feel like this might have been the first time that we'd seen that, or at least it's the first time mm-hmm. I was made aware of it. That it seems like it might have some uh, kind of random weather patterns. Yeah, meaning that you know, mid combat there might be a sandstorm. You have to take cover, and I think that that is yeah really. This cool. is on Frostbite, right? Mm-hmm. Their new yes. like engine. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that like th- just all of EA is getting 
better and better at using that tool and like mm -hmm. really starting to get to that point where they can stretch its legs and yeah. like really kind of yeah i mean now that we're like in power. The, like we're getting to the meat and potatoes of the console generation mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. all of a sudden we're getting new consoles next year because why Upgrade, yeah. yeah because yeah what's more meat and potatoes um, yeah, but it looks really cool. There's vehicles like you're on this, uh, you're on a train, but the train has all these turrets on it. Yeah. Um, look really cool. And the story stuff, like we know, it's sort of a global, like a globe hopping story where we're going to all the different fronts of World War One and playing as a bunch of different characters. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it reminds me of Valiant Hearts, which yeah. I'm. You know, in a million a, ways. Will there be a dog level? I hope so, but I'm yeah. so fine with that. It'll probably that be dogs. Awesome. There would definitely be dogs. Yeah, dogs. Yeah. Yeah, there actually has to be dogs. No, there yeah. doesn't have to be dogs. Well, I mean. It would make sense. They're pretty yes, important. it would make very sense. Very appropriate. Confound. But you know what wouldn't make sense is the horses just running off. Yeah, I mean the horses are absolutely. And that'd be good. fine. Well, screw you. <laughs> that'd be totally fine. Yeah, I think they that can would be run. Completely sensible. Yeah. They also uh, World War One, also known as the Great War, also known as Death of a Million Horses. It was also known as that. I went to a history class. Uh, anyway, this will be my first battlefield, so that'll literally? be fun. Really? Yeah, my dad was super into battlefield, but I was more into Call of Duty and Halo, mm -hmm. and so I just yeah, I've didn't really want to make. Into it myself, I yeah. didn't want to make room in my heart for another shooter. So I get that. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, it's hard, especially this fall. Like we talked about Gears, we talked about Destiny. We got three of these. Overwatch still exists. Like yeah, a lot of shooting. So then, yeah, Titanfall. We've seen. Uh, Brandon yeah. wrote yeah. a preview about, I think, both multiplayer and Yeah, we have a huge dump of uh, info on single player and on multiplayer and a ton of videos. We have, yeah, like, basically, I mean, over an hour of Yeah, footage. him and Brandon and Tyrell and uh, CJ Gibson mm -hmm. went down to... Respawn. Yeah, Respawn in L.A., and they spent a few oh, days really? down there. I thought there. they went to Redwood. No, no, it was down there. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it was almost like a, a mini IGN first, just yeah, with the but amount of exactly. like content. That's, that's what I was going to say. Is yeah. like the embargo lifted, and like we hit... like. 12 videos immediately, mm -hmm. multiplayer, like all sorts of different Single features. Player. Yeah, Brandon's Single super player, high on yeah. it. Uh, check out his stuff. Uh, but the other big thing is that the open multiplayer tip. What did you laugh at? Oh, because I was like, meanwhile, uh, I went to uh, check out Forza Horizon 3 and we got three minutes of footage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just really hit and miss sometimes. That's because you didn't bring CJ. That's true. CJ's he very sweet and Canadian, sweet and he sweet-talked his way yeah. into an hour of footage. He probably could have done that. Um, but this weekend and next weekend is the open multiplayer technical test, available so for excited. Xbox One and yeah. PS4. It's going to be free. You can download it. Um, this weekend has the bounty hunt mode, which is a 5v5 mode with uh, sort of NPC enemies patrolling the map that you can kill for uh, uh, whatever cash or XP or whatever the Did hell you, you use in the game. Guys, play that at E3 this year. I didn't. I didn't. Play, I, did, I didn't yeah. go to no. EA Play, so okay. I, I haven't played I did this too. I, yeah. I intend to, but I didn't either. Yeah. It was, I was. I mean, I really liked the first game. I thought the gameplay was super solid. Me too. Uh, and I was just like, I thought it laid a really, really good foundation. So I was so excited to go hands on mm -hmm. at E3. And then when I did, I was like, yes, this is basically it everything was, I wanted. I got to do the thing where you throw out your grapple hook and pull someone toward oh, you and kill them. That's awesome. And I yeah. did it. It's so cool. Like, cool. Get yeah. wrecked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very thing, excited about the single player. Yeah. So we played that bounty hunt mode. Um, and it was fun, but the two or two or three titans that they had in the game didn't, or in the demo didn't mm -hmm. really feel balanced. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh. Which well, there's definitely something you can fix in the There's one yeah. that like lays down a line of fire, right? And it does so much damage over time. But like, if you can, if you're a titan and you're in like a, if you're on a street and like, and it's a closed street, like buildings on both sides, you can't get out. Like you can only move forward and backward because you can't like jump yeah. over the buildings. They're too high. And that thing just the fire just wrecks you. I yeah. got destroyed many times, yeah, and also destroyed a lot of people that way. Mm -hmm. Was the Scorched Titan, and it was cool, but I think that was also the one that felt most powerful. Oh, no, I think there was only two Titans, um, and then there's Ion, mm -hmm. which is kind of like the standard one almost in a mm -hmm. way. 
um, and it had just like some traps and like a, like the reflective shield and stuff. That's and really yeah. cool. That one got like crushed by Scorch. Yeah, and so oh. yeah, those, yeah. Are, those are the things. Balance, that's what this test is going to be like with yeah. those with those titans and with those maps and those modes. But it is. Uh, so this weekend's going to be those things, and then next weekend is going to be a new set of things as well as these. So there will be some new stuff. Uh, I mean, and 99% of the people haven't played this yet. It's shaping yes, up it's to good. be real cool, though. Like, because they're going to be, what, there's six Titans in the final release, right? That's confirmed, mm, I think. I don't remember how many. I think I remember reading that. Yeah. Maybe six. Uh, maybe more. But, so even if, yeah, if, one, there's probably a lot of balancing to go. But two, like, just the amount of, one of the problems that the first Titanfall had was there was no reason to use anything but the standard Titan. Mm -hmm. Like, the lighter, faster one just got instantly one-shot, mm -hmm. and then the heavier, more armored one was too, too slow. slow, and you could just DPS it before it could walk around the corner and mm -hmm. it was dead. Maybe it's all really designed in a competitive way. I'm hoping so, right? Like, and you know, I mean, tuning and, and, and you have to work together, and yeah, that takes time. So it's like I don't expect it to be perfect, but just from what we played in that demo, one seemed like it was the counter for the other, yeah. So mm -hmm. it didn't feel great Bad. to play mm -hmm. the other one, yeah. right. which might be intended once the other titans come into play, right? Sure. So it's yeah. like your titan is weak against this titan, but yeah. then your partner may have one that like counters Pokemon. that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Um, do they have any? the titans have any personality in the multiplayer they have different voices like i think it was ion was um a lady lady voice so they do talk to you i also, don't remember them doing that in the first they titanfall do <clears throat> yeah no they did not I they didn't were think not so. yeah also i think there's a lot of customization for titans this time around so it's like you yeah. can make even if they personality they may not have their there own robotic personality the first one wasn't there uh, you could like change weapons and sort of like mods, but not like mods. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. is this like is this mostly uh, like visual, like aesthetic changes? Yeah, okay. well, 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 no, I but I mean, like you can equip different weapons and different mods for your thing for your Titan, yeah. and then that changes the way it looks. That's cool. Yeah, that's like, cool. There's going to be a lot more sort of visual variety to the Titans this I mean, that's the time I mean, We've been saying that from the from the get go. Is that Titanfall One was this really great foundation that hopefully they could build an amazing game on? And became boring very quickly. Yeah, which is, I mean, tough when you're building something from the ground up. Totally. And so hopefully this is that, we always say Assassin's Creed 2 to Assassin's Creed 1. Yeah. Like, this would be awesome if yeah. this was that. And Especially I, this is the time that it goes multi-platform, right? So it's going yeah. to be ac accessible to the wider player base. Yeah. It's PC as well. Yeah. Like, I think they're really focused on making this, like, very competitively balanced so yeah. that it can mm -hmm. become potentially an eSport in the future. Yeah. That's a, I really wanted to get in the first time to fall and I loved it, but it had the thing where I dropped off super fast just yeah. because yeah. I couldn't didn't keep have the up. Yeah, it didn't have the staying power. Um, yeah. and I then, just Really want the single player to have your Titan be like Baymax. I think it. Well, from that first trailer, <laughs> I was I was freaking out because it just catches you. It just yeah, those really, you. Yeah. Just your buddy. Yeah, almost like it a bird dog. Yeah, I, I really want to love that giant robot. The original. And then what if, it, what if it dies not, at the end? Not technically a robot. It's a, I think it's a robot suit. I have high hopes. Right, like it this talks. is the team that did the first oh, uh, Modern Warfare. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which is mm. that campaign is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And if they just do that. But in a sci-fi futuristic yeah, with, robots. Yeah. with giant robots mm -hmm. thing, that would be real cool. Totally yeah. down. And then the uh, third game we mentioned, uh, the shooter this fall, is Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. And the news uh, this week was uh, they revealed the zombies mode, which is zombies in Spaceland, which is sort of a sci-fi, uh, uh, kitschy, campy, 80s aesthetic. Uh, that again looks like a, a lot like Left 4 Dead. Yeah, uh, which, I mean, to be fair, like zombies, kind of zombies has been doing that for a while, yeah. a long time. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it has celebrities, uh, two of the characters are Seth Green and Jay Farrow. Uh, David Hasselhoff is, like, the announcer. Paul Rubens. <laughs> I love like, that so Pee -wee. much. Yeah. yeah. So Isn't weird. it? Uh, all the weapons, you know, it looks like the same insane things that It looks that like we ridiculous and fun. Uh, the trailer's really cool. My only thing is it seems like I'm going to hate all of those characters. Yeah, because mm. they're also, they're these 80s, like, stereotypes that almost mm. feel like, uh... 
obnoxious like, is what it, I want to say. It feels like a Wayne's Brother movie. Like like yeah. you're taking the stereotypes that they that are in like scary movie, where it's like the nerd and the jock and the girl. Yeah, yeah. One of those pretty much. Is there yeah. the girl? Yeah, there's the yes. there's the girl. Okay. She, and she it sounds like kind of like a valley girl. Mm-hmm. So it's all it's all very exaggerated. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, but aside from that, which is a minor complaint, yeah. I think it looks. And the zombie was really super cool. The one last year was awesome with the uh, sort of the magician thing with uh, yeah. what's his name Jeff Goldblum. Uh, and it's always funny that I don't know. I, I like the fact that this is where the Call of Duty developers sort of get to stretch their legs and be weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, with the campaigns, they sort of have to stick to. Hardcore realism, yeah, yeah. Scripted, This is Kevin Spacey. Oriented. So why yeah. do they have to do that? It's just what Call of Duty. It's built into Call of Duty's DNA at this point, right? Yeah. Going back to Modern Warfare One, like I think people, I think their fan base expects that, right? Like yeah. serious, big, sort of like action-oriented, dramatic spectacle that's based around guns and combat. Yeah, so it's like uh, zombies is like the the Far Cry Blood Dragon to Far Cry yeah. Three. So yeah, honestly. After this Infinite Warfare, do you think they'll go even like further into space? Like even like, people more seem really angry about it. So, so it's 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 weird because it's like in space, but it's like on our front door almost. Yeah, it's not yeah. really. Yeah, it's like low Earth orbit. It's not like in space. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. the whole thing is so if uh, you know if if they keep doing the three team cycle next year, will be Sledgehammer's game, and I don't know. We keep predicting that they're going to do what Battlefield field did and sort of take it back like a so. call of duty going back to world war ii which they haven't done since call of duty 2 call or 3, 3 I guess. right yeah. Yeah. yeah um no one played that one um would be cool especially i mean it's been 10 years and we have like, yeah. the hardware now like imagine like a world war ii game on scorpio like yeah. that'd be really cool um so i guess the big thing is yeah i guess gun to your head from the three of these which one are you most excited for destiny god damn it that's the three of the- these sean <laughs> i'm counting that one in there um. wearing a, you're not wearing a destiny shirt <laughs> That's true. I think I'm going to go with Titanfall. Yeah. But I'm very excited of about Of these three, I would have to pick Titanfall. I would say Titanfall because I love robots and AI stories. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I'm also super excited for Call of Duty. I think, I think I'm going to go Battlefield just because I'm sort of tired of sci-fi. Because you're a sci-fi. hipster? Because I'm a, yeah, a World War One hipster. Just, you just want to be different from everyone else. <laughs> uh, do Shuffle. you guys think we'll ever get uh, go- another Ghosts? Ghost 2. No, absolutely Stop. Is it not. ended on a cliffhanger? <laughs> Oh, did it really? Huge you? you keep just cracking bugs. Yeah. Man. My body's breaking. It's freaking me out. I'm breaking it. Yep. <laughs> Keeps making, he cracked all his knuckles before, and I was like, oh my. Mm-hmm. It's so loud. Are you okay? Anyway, I don't know why he, that face is so proud. You're so smug about it. You're like, yeah. I just don't know how to feel about it. Crack whatever I want. There you go. <laughs> At least ghost head. I'm just like. surprised that it. <laughs> That makes dog. such an impression on you. I don't think I've heard anyone's bones crack that loudly before. Mm. It's incredible. None of the audience heard this, by the way. I'm I feel sure. like they may have. Maybe. I feel like they probably didn't. I feel like you, you did a very strange derail. Well, that's why I was. I was, I was, I was looking at dog pictures. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Did you have Panda you Express up on your phone earlier? Oh, no, I love Panda ad. Express. Oh. It's an ad for I looked earlier. I was like, are you googling Panda Express during no. the podcast? Wait, Mark, you didn't answer. You didn't answer which one you were most excited about. Oh, yeah. And then she called me a hipster. You're right. A jerk. Well, you are a hipster. Yeah. But that doesn't, what does that even mean anymore? It doesn't it's mean like anything. Probably that you live in San Francisco. Like, that's kind of it. I just live here. Just, <laughs> it's what they call where your location Bay is. Area people. It's just hipsters. Yeah. Uh, I get cold, so I wear sweaters. This thing's really cool. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm excited about this. Um, so in an interview uh, with Game Informer, EA's uh, Patrick Soderlund uh, said, quote, 
Uh, he was asked about, uh, they said, hey, recently we got the Bioshock collection and all these HD remasters, and you guys have said in the past, like, you're never going to do this. What's up with that? And he said, quote, uh, what's changed is that there's proof in the market that people want it, maybe more than uh, there was when we spoke. There was some of it that did it before, but there's even more clear evidence now that it's something people really want. The honest answer is that we are absolutely actively looking at it. I can't announce anything today, but you can expect us most likely to follow our fellow partners in Activision and other companies that have done this successfully. And that was in relation to Mass, Mass Effect. Effect. Uh, which is just, I really want to play these games, but I just, I just got to just do this. This is one of the ones that I feel like Ryan is okay with the remaster of, isn't he? Yeah, because we, cause we're all okay with the them. one. It's don't remaster games except remaster the thing I want. Yeah, remaster. <laughs> well, no, it has to be old enough, I think is, is the rule. Uh, I think one. if you're going to remaster anything, like if you're going to remaster one game, then what that game needs to, f- the, the, the bill it needs to fit is that it needs to actually benefit from remastering, like, with new technology, right? Like, there's no use in remastering. Like, remember when, uh... Mass Effect probably doesn't. I mean, the first one definitely it's does. It's still totally playable. I mean, yeah. have you played it on backwards compatibility? It's not really I haven't playable. played it on backwards no, compatibility, but I only finished compatible. it, like, three years the ago. The first one is. It's on, it's on Xbox One. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. But two and That three, was the one they showed not yet. To, de- to, to announce backwards compatibility. So how yeah. is it? Three. Um, I only played it just a little bit because I wanted it to be on it's 360 because I wanted my saves so I could carry it over. Because yeah. I just did a second playthrough recently. Yeah. Um, but it's, but I think that they okay. still, like, I only played through those games like three years ago, like way after they came out. And you must be way more forgiving because I played, I played the first Mass Effect. One is hard to get through. Is it's it? a little hard to get through. Because of the combat? Just, yeah, just the way it handles and it's, stuff. It's clunky. It, it like, is the game, it's a little clunky. The game is clunky. Like, the story and characters and the scope and I mean, everything about everything it. Everything else totally is Yeah, fantastic. it's so... I mean, I put... we You know, there's this seven fave games hashtag that's been going around on Twitter. Yeah. Mass Effect's on my list. I just the put first the trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, cheated. It's cheating, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's It's one but, thing. So that's... I mean, these are just personal stipulations for me. But if you're going to remaster a game, then it has to benefit, like, huge from the new technology, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which generally means it needs to be of a certain age, right? And uh, I think the first Mass Effect is. And then, two, if it's going to be a collection, then it needs to have everyone. Like, I didn't approve of the Batman remaster because it left out two of the four games. It didn't have Arkham Knight either. And so when it comes to Mass Effect as a remaster, I love the series so much, I'm super down for this remaster. But what I thought was really interesting about this is we have an unaired as of yet interview with Peter Moore where he takes an opposite stance like fight, to this fight, fight, which fight, I think is really fight. interesting that is really strange yeah he, he basically and I don't, I don't want to spoil the interview but this is just one small two minute set chunk of the interview of an hour and a half long thing where he just said like he doesn't want to remaster uh, Mass Effect because he doesn't mm. think that he'd rather just work on something new yeah. so like that's that's a great point too it's like do we want the old thing new again or do we want like an actual new thing mm-hmm. yeah. thing is we are getting the new thing it's like yes. Andromeda is probably going to be Q1 <laughs> next year um, and granted it takes place so far in the future that it's not one of those like you need to play Mass Effect and in order to understand the story it's different story. And, yeah. yeah it's um, in an entire time, new galaxy it would make sense financially for them to release the Mass Effect trilogy on yeah. Xbox One and PS4 you wouldn't want them to compete I don't think they do compete. I don't think the Uncharted collection competed with Uncharted 4. That's I mean, true. Sales-wise, I think it, it came it out early enough to where you had time. But yeah. it's not even just yeah. the worry of cannibalizing your other product. It's also like the other thing Peter Moore brought up. He was like, it's not like we have just, oh, is this team not doing anything that they have time to remaster? Yeah, no, that's what you out, like, yeah, that, You don't need decision. to do it internally. Like Studios like Certain Infinity and... and a blue point have, sure. have made a careers out of uh, remastering games and doing them really well with. But that's still resources, right? That costs. Yeah, yeah, he's got money. Yeah. That's true. I, I want this though. Uh, I, I mean, mean, I do too. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's also the thing. Is like, well, I'm philosophically <laughs> I had, I'm, opposed. I started playing on a PC, and then Destin yelled at me because he wanted to do this stupid feature about it. That and I'm hasn't like, happened. No, and I'm like, I'm he's just going to start playing, playing it. Of all, just do it. Like, of all the people who need to play this game, you need to play this game. Like, Mass Effect 1 is... I thought when I first I read a review like before it came out, um, and this is before I was in the games industry too. But like it started off with, uh, not since 1977 have I been transported to a different universe as powerfully and immersively as Mass Effect. And I was like, that is a huge statement to yeah. compare it to Star Wars. And then I played it and I was like, nope, works out. Checks yeah, out. just about. Yeah. Well, I like him more than Star Wars. <laughs> so wow. Yeah, cool. I feel like I probably do as well. Actually. What about the Ewoks? This, this I love the Ewoks, Ewoks, but uh, Tally. Outshines yeah. any Ewok. I don't. I don't agree that, that it don't transported that me more than <laughs> Star Wars, though. Oh, I definitely did that. Well, well I'm, I'm more of a movie fleshed guy. out, though. You know, yeah. like, it's it's different. They're they're, they're different definitely things. different. It so seems it's like really hard to, to say yes. one to one. It's like, well, this is a film you sit through that I was just about shows to say, you also, all the. Politics. It's also very hard to, to compare things to different mediums. Yes, but. It is a more valid comparison than most because of the many games that are out there. Mass Effect is one of the most cinematic. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. And plus, it's so character oriented that, like, by the time you complete the story arc and are the specter that you know you've chosen to be by the end, you feel like you've gone on this grand journey with your character, which is a lot like what sci-fi movies do. So there are valid comparisons, but yeah, it's hard to compare them directly, especially because like one's a game made in two thousand seven, and the other one's a movie made in the seventies. Yeah, you know. Yeah, very very different. You walks win. Uh, well, all right, Miss mm-hmm. hasn't played Mass Effect. I think Tally's stupid. I, don't I mean, Biotics are we're gonna basically the force anyway. <laughs> so. will kill you. I'm well aware. Marty, you're going to love this. The story <laughs> is so I'm gonna, incredible. I'm, I'm very excited to play it. Um, so just, I have to disobey Destin. I don't know why I'm following Destin. Destin's not my boss. I got a lot I'm of hate on Twitter. You're than Destin. Also, I got a, what is that feature? <laughs> I don't know. It's never going to happen. That's <laughs> no. what it is. I got a lot of hate on Twitter for saying that Mass Effect is better than Mass Effect 2, but I don't really? think that that's. I think Mass Effect 1 is, well, I don't want to say it just, better. It depends I prefer it. on what you want from it, too, I think. Because like, Mass Effect 2 is so big on the characters and building up that, whereas Mass Effect 1 is about building the conflict and like presenting yeah. this galaxy and to you. And the decisions you're that you so have right are really conflicting, that. and I also just love Saren. I love a everything. Great yeah, villain. villain. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing with Sovereign. Don't spoil anything. No, I'm just saying. But that that whole thing is that's the most cinematic thing I've ever experienced in games. Like I was so enraptured in that story because God, of it's a that. good story. It really is. But like more than that is I think that like, you you actually summarized it perfectly, which is like Mass Effect One is way more about who you are as a player and as a character, the conflict with Saren and the galaxy and humanity's sort of integration into this new galactic sort of organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scope and the scale is just so cinematic. Two is a better game. Mm-hmm. Like, it I controls way better. Wise, the combat, Inventory, combat, yeah. all of that works system. way... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all that agree. works way better. And the depth of the biotics is way better yeah. in two. That's why so, I wouldn't say that I think Mass Effect 2 is better, but I... Oh, sorry, Mass Effect 1 is better, but I prefer it. Yeah, and I think going with what Miranda said, is like it depends on what you personally want yeah, from totally. a game. And for me, personally, I like things that are more cinematic. Like yeah. That's why I love Telltale games, because they're not really games. Yeah, know? They're games. They are, but I mean, less so than like you know something with deep systems and mechanics. I don't think you can say that there is more or less of a game. It's still a video game. You just do different mm. things. We may, we may philosophically disagree there, you know, right? I don't think there's any reason no, in saying this is more or less of a game. I mean, I think it's a I game or it's not a game. Yeah. It's like a movie's a movie it's, or it's not a movie. It could be a good movie, it could be a bad movie, See, it could be a high-budget movie, too. it could be a low-budget <laughs> movie. You can't be more, it's a, it's a very binary thing to me. No, but um, you can be a movie or not a movie, but movies are varying degrees of cinematic, right? Sure. 
That's what I would say. Is like there are varying degrees. Games can have various games, degrees yeah. of mechanical depth. Like yes, a, a Counter Strike is mechanically deeper than a Telltale game, but it doesn't make it gamer, gamier. I kind of look at that like I would totally say it does. Whatever the there's no like books. You're not bookier. not saying that that's You're better because you got more words or you got bigger words. Yeah, like bookier. a novella is no less of a <laughs> that's book. Totally yeah. No, but you're yeah. not talking One about piece. bookier now. You're talking about literature. Like no, novels are about. definitely more literary than like comic books, but that's because comic books are a different medium. Like, you know what I mean? All I'm saying is, like, innate to each medium is this, like, the quality of what makes, like, the essence of the medium, right? And that essence can change or shift or well, be a varying depth, subjective. but... Yeah, well, that's they, true, too. You could say that video games are only about having fun, and then you look at games that are very difficult and challenging, like Dota, and it takes a very long time to learn and a long Dota's time to have fun. fun. Is that, like, not a game? <laughs> Not, not, not a game. No, but game. I would also say that games are only about fun is like the most arbitrary statement ever. No, like but all it's about entertainment what we're saying, is about fun. It's subjective to how much a game is a game. If you if you go by that standard, I think it really like depends to let on whoever made the game decide. They want to call it a game. Like, all right, that's what it is. Well, I like to. Fa I also like developers who sort of don't care. Like yeah. the the Fulbright company doesn't really care well, if you call their game or not. Yeah. Uh, I re reviewed Bound for PS4, <clears> and they did that tour before, and they refer to them uh -huh, as non-games. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, I would never make the argument that like the tell tell the Telltale games aren't a game. We had this discussion when Gone Home came mm -hmm. out, right? So there's all these people out there who are like, this isn't a game. It's just an interactive story. Well, you're like, that, well, I'm also just like, I don't care whatever it is. You can call yeah. it whatever you want. Yeah. Like, you can just... No, we even asked Steve Gaynor on it about Up at, no on up at Noon. He was like, well, it's a game, but it doesn't mean that... His name's Steve word... Gamer. <laughs> <laughs> but that word doesn't mean that it has, like... It doesn't necessarily mean or necessitate that the game has super deep systems or infinite replayability or all that stuff. It's because they're all different. Yeah, totally. Surprise. Like snowflakes <laughs> and humans. Point and click adventures, is it still games? Alana. Yes. Last segment. <laughs> I'm marking it down. That was a very aggressive segment. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Ryan is out, so it sucks to have to do this without him, but we did hit 15,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel. Oh, yay! Hooray! Uh, that is, for those listening who don't know already, even though we mentioned every episode a lot, it's youtube.com slash IGN Unlocked. And to celebrate, we thought that we would do, uh, I think this is probably the first ever unlocked Q&A. Mm -hmm. So we took questions on the Facebook group. Facebook.com slash groups slash podcast unlocked. He says without confidence. Otherwise, go to Facebook and put in the search bar podcast unlocked and you might find do that. it. Um, and I took uh, questions on the YouTube channel, so we're going to go through and answer them. So the first one is from David Stratton. Uh, do or did you ever play games just for the achievements, no matter how bad? <laughs> Should we go around a circle? Miranda? No. No? Did not waste my time on that. Also, no. I'm on Team Miranda. Yeah, no Alana, problem. have you okay. ever done this currently, <laughs> right now? Okay. I've never bought a game with the intention of getting easy achievements. I have not ever... Okay, yes, I did Monopoly. Damn. Whoa. <laughs> you can get like 720 games scoring that in like an hour. But right now, I'm playing through Mad Max because I started that game and then kind of put it down, but it gave me uneven gamer score. <laughs> and I can't handle it. So I'm still you have playing like, that. Gamer score OCD. Yes, that's exactly what it is. I am legitimately not playing things that I would prefer to play, even though Mad Max is is perfectly fine because I really need to even out my gamer score. <laughs> yeah, God. Uh, it's horrendous. You do what you gotta do. I know. I know. I've never done this. I, I'll go out of my way to get achievements, but in only, only in games that I really like. Like I, That's how I play most games. Yeah, and I won't buy a game just to do achievements. I could care less about achievement score. 
It's internet points. It makes no difference. Like when I thought, <laughs> I like internet points. When I when I well, I thought when they first announced achievements or like when they first integrated achievements, I was like, oh, like it seemed like you may be able to earn achievement totally points so that you could spend them yeah. on That'd games be amazing. and stuff. Totally seen that. That every X amount, I got five dollars in yeah, credit. Yeah, like, like, that that would be incentive to actually do it, but that doesn't exist. So no, I don't do it. I'm also but like the least competitive. I don't care if you have more than I me. don't That's do totally it fun. as a competition. I really like achievements as something that adds an extra level of challenge. Sure, in Crackdown, that was interesting, where it was like, it was almost like, hey, have you tried doing this? And I'm like, oh no, I haven't tried doing this. Like, That's let me exactly see if I can do it, means. which yeah. I think is interesting. Yeah. You know, I'll like, usually play through a game without looking at the achievements, and then when I'm done, if I want more out of that game, I did it with Quantum Break. It'd be like, I'll look through it and be like, yeah, that sounds like something I might do because I like this game, mm-hmm. and then I'll go through and try and do that. Yeah, I kind of like when they hint at like a secret or something, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm trying to figure out that. Yeah, yeah. That's I going back to your example of like having you try something that you wouldn't have originally tried. Like the game, I haven't really hundred percent at a lot of games because again, I don't really go out of my way to do this. But the one game I did do this with, or the few games that I have, and one of them is Halo Three. Mm-hmm. And oh man, there's an achievement in that game <laughs> where you have to complete the last level with the Iron Skull on. And I don't know if you've all played the last level, but you yep. have to go through this maze where things are all in the van. You do it in a warthog in the campaign, and everything's just like yeah. falling. Apart. But you have to do it four player co op. Everyone in ghosts. Oh jeez. And that and ghosts are so hard to steer in that game, and people are driving into holes and off cliffs. <laughs> it's impossible to finish that game. Uh, Did you do it? Yeah, after like two weeks of trying with my roommates, yeah. it was great. That <laughs> but I have that achievement, and now I have that hundred percent. But that's because Halo Three is my favorite of the Halo games. I wouldn't hmm. do that for any other game. Yeah, I feel like that with Halo. You, uh, I think for all of them, you get. Maybe it's not all. I know you do it with three. You get an achievement for finishing it by yourself on Legendary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that is not my idea of fun. Oh, I no. did it. It's you did, fun. yeah. Well, is you... it though? Yeah. My biggest problem with Halo on Legendary <clears throat> is that you run out of ammo so quickly that you don't get to choose or play with a weapon that you like. So you just have to shift weapons all the time. Like, I'm playing with something that I, I don't like. But it's plasma like rifles. A, a kind of a fun part of the challenge, though. It's yeah. like you have Being to become adept with everything. Yeah. It's yeah. like you don't just get everything handed to you. Like you have to like hunt down like the last up and you have to save your bullets. You have to be really Or you got, it forces you to think of it. the engagements tactically, right? It's yeah. like you look at that enemy and you're like, okay, so I know that if I just assault rifle this guy at a distance, I'll run out of ammo before I even kill him. Hmm. Plasma pistol. Take out a shield and then maybe I'll jump on a cliff and like dive bomb him. Yeah, I get the appeal of that challenge. Uh, I tried it until there was one point where it was me in a really open field and there was a scarab. I feel like I've said that twice in the wrong way this episode. <laughs> one of the, the walking things, the big things that look like spiders. They're scarabs in yeah, Halo, yeah. right? Yeah, and I, th- I think I said the same thing at Gears of War, one of the, the spider things in Gears of War. Calling I'm pretty everything sure they're scarab. not scarabs. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were, call- you were calling things in Battlefield scarabs. It was and, real yeah. strange. Uh, and I ran out of ammo before I could get one of its legs down and Eventually, there was just absolutely no ammunition left in that entire arena. Is this, just was this three nothing. you're talking about? Yes. Okay, I think I know which encounter you're talking about. nothing. There yeah. was no ammo anyway, so I was like, well, I just have to jump off a cliff. Like, yeah, hey, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. I, I tried to do Halo 4 on Legendary, and I was like, I do not have the patience for this. I haven't tried 5 yet. I think I was the first person in the office to beat it. I think you're the only five. person in the office yes. to, beat to beat five. it on Legendary. <laughs> yeah. No, to beat it on Legendary. It's also for that's work. But yeah, in 5, there's yeah. also there's achievements for finishing it on your own mm-hmm. in Legendary, yeah. and then the same for co-op in Legendary. That's crazy. Uh, but that was a very in-depth answer that we just did there. Uh, James the Great asked, is <laughs> there any hope, question. speaking mm-hmm. of Halo, is there any hope for the Steven Spielberg Halo TV series airing in 2017, 2018, or ever at all, considering how quiet it's been since the announcement? Nope. Yeah. I forgot the this answer, was a thing. The answer is no. I yeah, thought there was an update on it recently that it 
someone just said on Twitter, like, yes, it's still a thing. Yeah, that's it. Really? No, I doubt it. Yeah. I bet you what it became was Nightfall. Yeah, and Maybe? Nightfall sort of floundered. Because it was bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've had such a tenuous relationship with the the idea of a movie or a TV cinematic idea, like version of Halo. I think it works for Halo. Absolutely. I mean, it would have worked with the Absolutely. Alex Garland like, script. Did you read that script? Yeah, it's a great it's script. It's so cool. It's Halo so, 1 and it totally works as a movie. The problem is that like, I think that, and probably rightfully so, is Microsoft is unwilling to acquiesce a lot of the creative control to studios or individuals because it's their biggest franchise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like by far their biggest franchise. It's like a cultural phenomenon franchise. So, at, but at the same time, by not doing that and retaining the creative control and trying to do it themselves, they've actually fallen short. Yeah. Like, well, and the thing too is like they haven't, uh, video game movies as a whole have just been dreadful and so no one's it, they haven't hit that like superhero thing where all of a sudden marvel's making a ton of money off superhero movies and everyone's like okay we got to make superhero movies like yeah. if the trio of ubisoft movies that are coming out with assassin's creed splinter cell and the division come out and somehow are good and profitable maybe that would be the thing that lights a fire under everyone else's ass to start making things if detective pikachu comes out and makes a ton <laughs> of money maybe that'll be the thing honestly uh, i mean it's coming out and it's i mean the, so the, the of guardians of the galaxy <gasps> yeah I had no idea. Which, yeah. Did you read that press announcement? Yeah. That's the most cleverly worded thing ever. Yeah. The writers of Guardians of the Galaxy is just one guy. It's James yeah. Gunn. Well, no, <laughs> she helped. Like, true, but is I mean, it, like, in rewriting she? the screenplay. Yeah. Is that a person's name, or are you referring to a woman? I forget her name. She helped. I can't remember her name. Yeah. That's why I said... I'm sorry. That's why I literally <laughs> that can't sounds so bad. Well, uh, she helped. No, no, no. I was saying as in she I was know, a co-writer of the I script. Know, I it just sounded awful. I he just, wrote the screenplay and uh, she helped. And she was also there. <laughs> I don't, I don't believe present. in a Detective Pikachu movie. I think it's a bad idea. Really? What if Danny DeVito's in it? How, how could you do a live-action Pikachu? I guess it'll be CG. Oh, it's no, live action? It'll be CG. It'll be like, it's like You think so? Just no, like I would have wanted it to be a cartoon. I thought it was supposed to be live-action. Like Tron? Yeah. I would have wanted it to be Pokemon. I think it's going to be like Ted. Oh, yeah, it'll be like Ted. That's exactly. why I'm like really worried about it. It's like, yeah. if it were animated, okay. If oh, I, no, I think it's going to be terrible. Like, yeah. I totally think it's going to be just, trash, but. I love Pikachu, so I'm very yeah, nice. I totally nice assumed that it would just be like a cartoon. Damn, that's Yeah, it's weird. I don't mm -hmm. like it. I don't know. I mean, you're right. Historically, video game movies have not done really well, but it really just takes that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that um, one was someday. Mortal Kombat. And that one will be Assassin's Creed with a Kanye song oh, in the trailer. Oh, it wasn't Warcraft? <laughs> oh yeah, Warcraft. Yeah, remember that? Oh yeah, that came out. Oh, I'm so disappointed in that is. I'm a huge Warcraft fan too. I think Assassin's Creed actually looked pretty good. I good director, I think, good cast. I think the trailers looked really cool and actiony. That'll do. Um, Cameron McCulloch Keeble asked, <laughs> "Wow, what, you crushed that." Thank you. What kind of goals, uh, career, life, or anything really do you still want to achieve? Rap album. Whoa, no. I'd, I'd listen to the Marty Sleeva rap I album. I wouldn't. <laughs> you would have to, as you're contractually obligated as my friend, to listen to it. You oh, probably would have worked on it with him. Yeah. Oh. You would have mixed, I don't know what the oh, terminology dang. is, you would have <laughs> made the beats. Oh, that was the most genuine aw oh, dang. Oh, dang. <laughs> oh, god dang. I don't listen at all. Oh. <laughs> uh, I want to do something with NASA. I, w I would want to work for NASA or cover a NASA event as a journalist. Just oh. something to do with NASA. That's cool. I want to write a book and also write a visual novel. Sim. When you say cool. book, you mean like a novel? Like a, a, a book. Like a book. <laughs> yeah. I mean, would, would it be fiction? Kind, yeah, kind, what kind of, of, what kind of, of book? book? Yeah. yeah. What kind of book? It's not really yeah. a book. <laughs> yeah, it I, might be a book. I want, yeah. <laughs> I, I, think a, believe. I think a published, like a physical book would be awesome. Yeah, yeah it's like, like it could be on Kindle, but I prefer Yeah, like, you should write a boss fights book. 
Maybe. About Dota's. Ooh. About pocket monsters. I want to write a boss fight book about Banjo Kazooie. I actually have a pitch. That'd be cool. About writing it about Banjo Kazooie. And then, obviously, I think Sean and I have the same word. Yeah, I want to make a movie. Yeah. Yep. The greatest movie. Uh, I just want to make, right. a, I just oh, want to make yeah. a mediocre movie. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I want to also go on a riverboat gambling tour. I also want to Shiba Inu. I also want to. I also want to go to outer space. I think oh, I definitely don't want to go to space. So I absolutely don't want to go to space. Space so is So I'm settling for NASA because I feel like going That's to your the best I, shot? ISS yeah. is less realistic. Is, don't go to space. If I was like really old and they offered trips to the moon, I just you would go, go there. Don't go. Here's, here's don't a go random space. question for you. I know your answer already. But then I'm really old, and if I die there, it's fine. So, I'm. You ever listen to this podcast called Star Talk Radio? It's the Neil deGrasse Tyson podcast. It's really interesting, but they're always talking about you know. Sciencey stuff, and they had this guy Shocking. on who's the like astrophysicist <laughs> yeah. talking about sciencey stuff. They had uh, some guy from NASA coming on talking about the Mars expeditions and stuff, and uh, they said that they hope to be able to go like put people on Mars in 2030-ish, 2030-2040. It means potentially that in our lifetime we may see the first colony on Mars. If you oh, had the yeah. chance to go and be part of that first colony, would you That's go? That's almost no. definitely happening. Maybe. They, so they are cool. working towards it. Um, I, I've thought about this and someone's asked me that question before and I've thought about it a lot. I think the only way that I would go is if my family could also come with me. Ooh. Which I feel probably oh, wouldn't Chelsea. happen for health reasons. Can you bring, do- can you bring dogs with you? I don't think so. Space dogs? I don't think Leica. so. Leica. Leica was the first dog in space. <laughs> oh, shout Leica. Maybe he could have away. Passed. Passed away in space. Passed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, you know, it would take a really long time for you to communicate with anyone back home. And like, that would be... Your life on Earth would be gone. Like, it's pretty just much. <clears throat> oh, well, contact. that's the thing. Is like, if you're going to Mars, there's not... You you're not coming you, back. No, you don't get to come back. That's yeah. part Matt of it. Damon like, came part back. of the applications is you don't get to come back. At yeah. great <laughs> expense. Yeah, many people died to bring that selfish boy back. Just like saving Private Ryan. SpaceX... Elon Musk's company are actually working on commercial trips to the ISS, the space station. Mm. So they are that planning seems... on building a part of that that would effectively be like a hotel oh, so you could take a trip. No. Oh, this is terrible. Don't, Don't let them go to the space station. Don't go to space station. They're going to be running so around. They're going to be not on cords and really... terrible things. Are I, I just think... leaving the atmosphere, not even going to a planet would be so awesome. Imagine just floating around there, man. I think if you let people go to the space station, you'd have to, you get to bring nothing with you. I don't want them to I'm sure they would be very secure. Nothing. I'm not Wait, I'm why? not too worried about Elon Musk and security. I feel like he will be okay. I just don't want people to colonize the moon. Leave the moon alone. Yeah. I don't think we can really It's too really late. There's already Nazis yeah. there. Moon Have you guys Nazis. seen that movie? Moon yeah. Nazis. What's it called? Iron Sky? Yeah. Also, isn't that a part of Wolfenstein? And for you, I think you go to the moon and there's like a base up there. There's an where? anime where yeah. the moon is not actually the moon. It's a big old robot. Remember that pod in Evangelion? In Mass Effect, when you're driving around on the moon's surface, I definitely did the thing where I was like, when you see the earth and the sky, I definitely did the whole like, cover it with your thumb thing. I felt like such a nerd, but I would, oh, I would love to go to space yeah, and do that exact same thing. You're wrong. Space Have you played terrible, To the Moon? Oh, To the Moon. I'm ready to cry. Oh, yeah, that's a real second. I would go to anyway. Mars. I don't know what someone like me would do there. To contribute to the colony. Well, they're really strict about who they're sending. You have to have, you know. I know a set this of is skills. all hypothetical. Well, I guess I could like film <laughs> you stuff. You have to be able to do something, yeah. Sean. To be some sort of scientist. And, like, you would never be able to go to space. Your lungs. I, I, I would yeah. be way too unhealthy. They yeah. wouldn't let me go. Yeah, I would probably. Wow. No, actually, Sean, it might be better. I wouldn't be allergic to everything. Her body's falling apart. Yeah, I'm she's nothing there. like super disabled. Yeah. Seem fine to me. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, a, it's an illusion. She has, yeah. <laughs> she, a she's a Svengali. They would be she's... like, no, are you kidding? You can't even get out Do of bed. Do you have like broken bones and stuff? Uh, yeah, I have three separate structural oh, man. issues. So yeah. you would not even have survived the launch. Like, yeah, no, I would. Well, I'd be fine with the launch. No, you'd have an asthma yeah, yeah, asthma. Yeah, yeah, asthma. Wait, how, would you, how could you survive the launch? That's like 
10 G's or some crazy amount of force exerted on your body. That wouldn't affect me. Oh, okay. Wow, so <laughs> confident. Now, 10 G's wouldn't affect me. Well, I mean, I have done rocket launches before. stuff before, and it, I don't think that has any impact. You, you were on, on roller coasters and stuff? <laughs> yeah, there's the oh, one God. ride that is like called the G-Force. I don't remember All how right, many. All right, that's G-force. one G. Yeah. Christ, go to the next question. Regardless, I don't think it affects me. Uh, Emmanuel Mendez asks, what's your favorite cookie? This is the first question. Oh, you missed one. Yeah, because it's not a question. Yeah. All right, Monty put this in. This is Brian Blessed fan said, not a question, but shout out to A1 Paper. So A1 weird. Paper is not a real thing? I so this is a reference to, I made a what? YouTube video on my personal channel uh, last week that is about all of the weird stuff that Americans say that is different that I didn't know was different. A1 paper is one of those things. I was That's like, anyone have any A1 paper? That's when you just yeah, dump like, a bunch of steak yeah, sauce on you know it. Well, you would know because you watched the video. Is that a thing? Why would anyone A1 do that? I remember you guys talking about that. A1 <laughs> steak sauce not is. A1 paper is the standard paper size in pretty much the rest of the world. So this is evidently A1 paper. We just it call actually, this paper. According to people in the paper. YouTube comments, it actually might be a slightly different size. And I'm pretty sure, as is with a lot of things, it was probably because it was a German invention, and then America was like, whoa, whoa, we have to get rid of everything German at uh, no, one point We gotta in take an inch off the paper or else it's Nazi paper. Well, that's what happened with, <laughs> what happened with hot dogs. Uh, so, this is another one that weirded me out, is that in Australia, the meat that goes in a hot dog is, is just a sausage. It's not called a hot dog. Whereas if you go to a store in America and you buy a hot dog, you buy hot dog buns, and then you buy a hot dog, it is the name of the sausage. Uh, they changed it from Wiener because that was German. You're like, well, that's, that won't do. It has to right. be called a hot dog. That's huh. kind of weird. A1 paper, a thing that I had no idea was different. Everyone looked at me like I was insane. I think here it's just called letter paper. No, or it's do you just paper. We just call it paper. If you want a standard paper size. It's just paper. Everyone's, 99% yeah. of the time you're going to get paper like when this. When you get this, going to be Any other size of paper is weird paper. That's a special request. That's when you have to A1, and then if you put the two together, it's A2. Why do you have that big piece of paper? What are you doing? If you're doing that, if you put two pieces of paper, my first question is going to be, what are you doing? Is that for like a magazine or something? Yeah. What is the? This is 8 by 11 though, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Eight and a half by eleven. Oh, interesting. All right, talk about cookies. Yes. What's your favorite cookie, everyone? Oreos. Me too. Uh, chips Ahoy. I like chocolate chip. Those are pretty good. Homemade chocolate chip cookies with nuts. Also, quite I good. once, not once, <laughs> have eaten many, like a whole thing. Oh of no, Tim Chips Ahoy. Yeah, those are good. <laughs> I have a real problem with eating the whole thing of things. I don't know if you could tell. I absolutely <laughs> also do that. Yeah. Once you open, you can't stop. I oh, yeah. have totally like that with Tim Tam. I have a rule. It's only three cookies. I would time. do it many times do with Oreos, too. When, yeah. like, when does the next time start? It's the a, next day. Oh, it's a day? It's five minutes Maybe. later. Yeah. yeah. I really like nice Oreos, meal. too. The but the, minute. the problem with Oreos is like after like the tenth one, they start. Okay, the so maybe your problem is you're eating too many cookies. But yeah. like I said, I have a problem with eating the whole thing of things. No, and I, I feel I like I that. like Oreos just because I like cookie and cream ice cream. Ooh, it's yeah. Totally, like that's the, yeah. Do you do the milk mm. thing or do you eat them by themselves? By themselves. Uh, if I have milk, I'll do the milk thing. I've never done that before because yeah, I'm pretty always good. terrified of like part of it falling off and then me just having milk that just has soggy bits in the bottom of it. That's fine. No. It's an art. I like the term soggy bits. <laughs> no, because then it becomes like chocolatey milk-ish. No, it's gross. No, it definitely does not become chocolate milk. Emmanuel Mendez is... Ma- it doesn't just like transform, but it is like chocolatey tasting. Yeah, milk. but it's also chunky. Milk. I, no <laughs> one wants that. That's like natural milk, Ew. straight from the teat. <laughs> All right. The second question is in honor of Miranda being on. What's your favorite anime? Yeah, anime. Yeah, anime. Correct the answer. It's Cowboy Bebop. Mm. That's good. Mine's Kill a Kill. Mm. Naruto. Shippuden's. Yeah. <laughs> or Death Note. You can't. Death Note is, Death Note you is can't say good. multiple things. 
Who like made this roll? <laughs> I think I'm going to say Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, I love Which Full one? Metal Alchemist. Like the original? Uh, or the I actually like both, but Brotherhood. Okay. I have a Full Metal Alchemist tattoo. I actually wow. think the, really? yeah. the regular, like the non-Brotherhood ending is crazy and weird it and awesome. It is insane. Like, super cool. I never yeah. saw that one. I only saw Brotherhood. Oh, really? You want me to spoil like it for you? No. no spoilers. Spo- There's a lot of people. That's why I asked. It's not just <laughs> Miranda. You have to ask everyone and they can't answer. I didn't. I posed it to everyone. No, everyone is in all the audience. All 15 people hey, are still listening. Everyone an email. Next question. Anyway. Next question is from <clears throat> Cockamson. <laughs> Don't you think that having uh, two same hosts of Unlocked on Beyond hurts your messaging? Yes. So they're referring to the What is the messaging? Us. That's kind of the reason yeah. that I really wanted to answer this question is we don't actually have any messaging. Um, I feel like we are the people who are appropriate to be on podcasts and it makes sense and we're not trying to sell it sides you know um and you guys talk about different things so yes and you know we like both consoles we're not strictly two one so i feel like it's almost helps the messaging that we aren't uh, a bunch of fanboys Great. and we can talk about both yeah. the real answer is that like everyone who works at ign is a fan of games in yeah. general totally. not just one game or one game brand or one series or whatever everyone just loves games yeah. and if they're apt if. to talk about them in an intelligent and informative and engaging and entertaining way then let them be on the camera yeah. and if you only have if you only have one console you're missing out on cool things on the other side of the fence also i really mm-hmm. like the wii u so yeah, I like that the, once a year i boot up my wii u and it's one of my favorite experiences yeah. i love my, my vita and my 3ds yeah exactly all of those things are excellent. Uh, Ruben Castro asks, when is Ryan coming back? No, he passed away. He died. Uh, no, Ryan should be back next week. He's currently on holidays. Yeah. He will be back. We're very sad that he missed this, but maybe we'll do another one uh, when we hit 20,000 subscribers, and we'll have Ryan hosting it, obviously. He's a great guy. That's uh, debatable. Cade514 asked, what Xbox exclusives, if any, do you think... Do you guys think should be required playing for someone who is only just getting an Xbox now? Sunset Overdrive. Yep. Ooh, or yeah. in the blind forest. Mm-hmm. I guess Tomb Raider doesn't count anymore. Inside, Halo. which kind of inside count doesn't count anymore. Halo. Five. Yeah, Halo. Obviously. I would go the Master no. Chief collection. I mean, you have the yeah. entire collection. Yeah, yeah, I would say Master Chief collection. Um, yeah. Also, Gears of War. And but you did say required, so I, in my mind, the only required is Halo. Yeah, my required would be Halo, like hands down. Yeah. Like, I mean, what about for easy. Xbox One? Still Halo. I mean, what if you played it on the 360? The answer is always Halo, Marty. <laughs> Oh, no, because then it's what? No matter like, what Xbox like console you Xbox get, Halo is the answer. Now. Like, it could be one or two for the first one. I feel like that's a good answer. Sure. Sunset Overdrive is the correct answer. Sunset, Sunset Overdrive is yeah. so good, man. I love also just, it. I just want people to keep buying it so that we get a new one, but we never will. Because yeah. yeah, no, that's not going to happen. You're not allowed to have good things in It life. didn't sell that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Kate also asked, will hell? Maggie ever be back on the show again? Uh, because we did have Ryan's dog Maggie on the show a couple of times. Maggie farted last time. She farted. <laughs> it was uh, very bad. It was very. It was like. It, it, this it, is a really small room. Yes, yes. And like horrible. Maggie it's very warm. boxed the the yurt. She did. <laughs> so God. since that happened, you know we. I'm very to, glad that I was not here it was, for that. It was truly awful. Yeah, it was like we tried to power through it and couldn't. We love Maggie. Yeah. She kind of stinks. So yeah. I don't know. She is a dog. Well, so but, but she also has. Hot problems, and she has to take medication. So if no one else is home to look after her, then Ryan has to bring her into the office. Which I'm like, I respect that. I'm well, not gonna. Uh, Maggie's a great office dog. I just don't know if she's a great podcast. Oh, dog. Yeah. the best thing about her is that she follows Ryan around very everywhere. And the second Ryan walks away, she's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's very sweet. Baby. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Michael Furman asked, <laughs> "If you were a sheep, <laughs> why is this a question? <laughs> would you sleep with Can another I... sheep? Sleep with another sheep?" Uh, I didn't quote him directly. Also, my answer is yes. 
Yeah, yeah. I know, she, it was a very strange question. That's like, like the nature of life is reproduction. Yeah, <laughs> yep, like, so. yeah, yeah. If I was a sheep, sheep gotta I'd, get its ropes out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So sheep gotta, gotta get its ropes out. Pass on your genes. Exactly. I Titanic. would. Yes. The answer is yes. Personally, unanimous yes. Uh, no, she I say no. I out. think you're all girls who want to have sex. With I'm you. sure. I'm sure that there are. <laughs> oh, the hipster is a fuck a sheep. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that there are some sheep out there that are asexual and don't want to. So I don't want to offend that particular well, section of the sheep. Have, it's not, you're not. You know, you're having consensual sex with another sheep. This is asking if you were a sheep, though. Well, yeah, yeah. Personally, it's not about the other sheep. It's about you. I'm a sheep that likes to get my sheep. On. That's a terrifying idea. You know, I, think, I don't like If you're a sheep, what? Yeah, yeah. The other sheep has to consent, Miranda. Oh well, of course they consent, but would you want to? Is not. Will you? If you were a sheep, would you want to? <laughs> I've only. I've, How long we met? Anyway, <laughs> I've only one thing to say about this. You. You. <laughs> Nice. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Neo Marty. What? Neo Marty. This you, wasn't me. You were. You were All right. Neo Marty YT said, Fan of the show gets me through work. Uh, what's the best game that no one bought, meaning a really great game that a lot of people didn't pay much attention so to? Or <laughs> Mine is Deadly Premonition. That's a good one. Correct. Mm. <laughs> it is. I passed. I have a tattoo. Mm. Okay, you just keep bragging about all your dumb tattoos. That's not how bragging works. Yeah, it is. I don't know. That's a tough question. I don't think I really. I all the games I play are games that are like pretty big. Yeah, popular and like being talked about in the mm. office. <laughs> Hipster. Wait. No, I say that as a bad Wait, thing. Casual. Like I, not, casual. <laughs> that's the. Uh, you guys are the worst. <laughs> it's true. We are the worst. It's the Anger other way around. It would be a hipster if I only played stuff that no one played. Yes, like Marty. Yeah. I don't. I don't really have an answer. Have for you this. played Linger in Shadows? <laughs> popular was when it came out um but i really like the world ends with you yeah i don't think it's super super well known but it's like known enough yeah most a lot of of the games that i would yeah it's on ipad now it actually works pretty well uh yeah a lot of the games i'd recommend i feel like are ones that are sort of locked behind a single platform or a single handout have you guys heard of dota 2 Damn it. <laughs> I have played quite yeah, a I was going to say, like, my, my only answer, and it's still a stretch, is like maybe a Gone Home or something. Like, yeah. I think there was a lot of controversy around that game when it released. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people talking about it, but only in, like, a very small, very hardcore audience. Yeah. yeah. But then it grew a little bit with, I mean, now it's on consoles and everything. And I think yeah, uh, in terms of, like, the indie games, <clears> quote unquote, <throat> I feel like that's one that's risen to the top and people at Right. And that's why I think of. it's kind of yeah. nebulous as an answer because, like, yeah, it's definitely one of those indie games that got talked about a lot. Yeah. But because it's an indie game, relative to AAA Releases totally. it yeah. was still not yeah, very yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. There are, there are indie games I've never come to consoles that are really good, like Papers, yeah. Please, and Her Story, and Device Six, and Sword and Sorcery, moon. and To the Moon. Yeah. Did you see the, the, like, To the Moon remastered? Oh, they're really? redoing the art. It looks like super pretty. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's coming out next year. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's real good. Uh, also, Vanquish. We already spoke about yeah. that this episode. Oh. Vanquish is a great game. I actually do have a really good answer. Halo Wars. The first one. Okay, I didn't play that. Yeah, that works. That is a really good game. A great Halo game too. That. Because it was an RTS and not an FPS and didn't really have Chief in it, uh, no one really talked about it or played. Mm-hmm. And then the studio shut down after it released. Rip. I think and Ryan they, loves that one too. Yeah. It was very much for like the hardcore Halo fan base and it really pleased and those the guys. RTS people. Yeah. 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 I love Halo, but yeah. I didn't want to play because I don't like RTS. Yeah. yeah. Which is totally fair. Yeah. You, you don't like RTS at all. I mean, it's just not like my thing. I think we've yeah. talked about this before because I found that really interesting that you don't really like RTS, but you, you like Dota. Dota. Not that Dota is an RTS, yes, but it evolved from that. Yes. Well, but it yes. evolved okay. from that. But I, I understand the level of strategy being something that kind of 
really strongly overlaps between the two, maybe more than it would in an FPS? I mean, a lot. not even just the strategy, but the control, the, the view, like the idea of it, like it all evolved from RTS. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Shrek? Yeah, Shrek, like the, the hit uh, television film Shrek. Like, uh, television film. It's not. But it's not. Is there a TV Shrek? Shrek? I don't know. Probably. Well, it's been, It's probably been on TV. Anyway, he asked, "When are you guys having Bill Gates?" Uh, uh, this is insane. We're I able to announce this. We're able to, to announce this. Replace Ryan with Bill Gates for the rest of the <laughs> Next week is a three-hour one-on-one interview. Destin and Bill Gates. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, I do know. Excited. I do know that Bill. Not Bill. Uh, Bill listens to the podcast. Ryan, shout out to Bill. <laughs> Ryan wants to have Bill Gates on Unfiltered, his hour That would long. be great, but that sounds very difficult. Also, oh, yeah. that sounds yeah. like it would be a giant waste of Bill Gates' time and money, because that yes. man is very important. Yes. He's got a lot to do. He doesn't do anything anymore. He's just a philanthropist. Are you sure about that? He just doesn't do anything anymore. I mean, he doesn't around? run Microsoft anymore. Sure. I'm sure he does a lot, though. Oh, I'm not saying he's just, like, chilling on his couch. But I don't think that Playing he's Halo, as <laughs> busy as he used to be in back <laughs> in the day. I feel like that's fair. Building Microsoft brick by building. brick. Yeah. Hey. So the answer is we were lying. Uh, I'm sure there's loads of people that we would love to have on the show. And I kind of wanted to use that one to ask you guys uh, if there's anyone that you could have on one of your shows or someone that you could interview. Who would be the one person? Mine's Kojima. Ken Levine. Huh. The one time, like, so me and, who was it? Goldfarb. Yeah, it was Goldfarb. Yours is Goldfarb? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and Goldfarb went out to Irrational uh, in Boston to see Infinite back before it came out, and then uh, we went and had you know we did interviews with uh, with Ken Levine and the whole team, and we did all that whole like basically IGN first type content before IGN first was a thing, and then we went and had dinner with him, and I spent the whole time I sat right next to Ken Levine, and we just spent like hours talking about writing and storytelling and all this stuff. He's to me the most interesting single individual. Working in games like that dude's so smart, so interesting. I my problem with Kojima is that I wouldn't really be able to have like a just candid conversation with him because of the language barrier. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I'm sure he's every bit as interesting. I'm sure there's so many interesting people out there, but me personally is Ken Levine. Miranda, I'd have to think about it. Um, so, like for this show, or for like for my show, no, for like for your show, whatever you want. Um, for you, just for you, not even for a show. It's just definitely one of those ones, like, there's so many interesting and cool people that I want to talk to mm. that I have to parse through it. But oh, yeah, also Elon Pick Musk. One. Top of oh my, my head God, was, my, yeah. was my twin Real sister. Real-life Iron Man. Because I love her a lot. Aww. And she has a lot of interesting perspectives on the stuff that we like, because she's not... So she likes anime, but she's not, like, super she's an anime. 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 But, yeah, but, like, just her she's perspective like, on this stuff is interesting with Man. me having gone through, like... Where does she live? Uh, Oklahoma. Okay, that's very far that's away. Where, like, you should just have her on oh, sometime. Yeah, I know someone, uh, yeah, because I used to go up, we went there for school, and she mm. just stayed there, so. Mm. That's pretty cool. I, I mean, I don't know like where Oklahoma is, but I assume it's far away. It's very no, far. No, it's like, it's like an hour. That seems like a lie. <laughs> it's right Oklahoma's about, it's a right state. It's right about Texas. Yes. Texas oh, is a four-hour flight. It, don't, don't go there. I was it's joking. It's, I know it's not an hour. I have a very firm <laughs> grasp you of America. Said it, you said it very, like, That's flatly. That's all I do is lie to Alana. All the time, flatly. And I'm always like... Is he being Why? serious? <laughs> and then I really, it really sucks when I do tell the truth and I have I to be like, believe. yes, this Aww. is the truth. Because yeah. it sounds like you're lying all the time. Uh, but oh. that is it for the answer to questions. Wait, what was Marty's answer? Whoa! I, I thought it was Goldfarb. I thought it was yeah. one. Uh, I, I, the one person in the industry I haven't met that I really want to meet is Miyamoto. I also want the voice Aww. of Pikachu. That'd be cool. Detective that Pikachu, cool. Danny, Daniel DeVito. <laughs> Um, uh, yes, that is it for the end of the questions. Let us know how you feel about that segment or if there's something else cool that you want us to do when we hit 20,000 subscribers, etc. 
It's another super long episode that we managed to drag out. Uh, thank you so right. much, Miranda, for coming on and talking about Games of War. Yeah. 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 I'm very excited about that. A great debut, I would say. I have yes. so yes. many more your stories so if you ever want to hear more about yeah, this yeah where can we where can we find you on twitter and what are you what are you, uh, what are you working on you can find me at Havoc Rose and Havoc with a K and I am still working on Gears of War mm-hmm. IGN for stuff yeah so all month we'll be having stuff please check out my big feature I talked about Marcus and his love of tomatoes and it was brilliant dude loves tomatoes tomatoes so sad. dude loves tomatoes Sean yeah. Follow me on Twitter at ShopbyFinian and on Instagram. I take lots of photos and do lots of video stuff over there. So that's pretty cool. And then what I'm working on, uh, like we again, we do a lot of stuff for Destiny in this ramp up to Rise of Iron. So check out IGN.com or check out YouTube.com slash FireteamChat to see all that stuff. It's Let's Plays, it's live streams. And then when the game actually comes out, I'll be live the whole day playing the campaign. And then three days later, the raid opens up. And that is when we're having a huge head-to-head Destin's crew on PS4 versus my crew on Xbox One. Suck so stick around for that showdown. That's, That's cool. cool. And you and I are going to be gone next week on a cool trip that people Ooh, yeah. of this podcast Super will be interested in. Super secret. I hate it when you do that. Why do you hate it when I do uh, that? I mean, that I is a... But... Sure. All right. Yes, there's an exciting thing happening. Uh, I... Wow. Boy, you mean. Uh, Monty is harassing me right <laughs> now. Harassing you. Um, I'm working on, like I said, the Gears of War in five minutes thing, which has been very difficult because it's a thousand words to fit everything to do with Gears of War into. And that's very, it's been very hard, but I'm uh, really happy with it. Should you haven't talked about Razor Hill? I could I barely keep it. my preview to a thousand. Yeah. It was 2000 really words. hard, dude. It was, man, yeah. it was tough. I'm impressed. Um, I referred to Bed as a snowboarding hacker wizard. <laughs> and I'm very happy with that one. You know, it's three words, and I probably could have cut all of them, and that would have helped, but I refused, because he looks like a You can order. use hyphens. And then it makes it one word. It's mm-hmm. a good idea. Ooh. Um, Cheating. And I'm also working on a review right now, and I will have uh, impressions of Minecraft in VR up in the next couple of days as well, which is very cool. exciting. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to be at PAX. We are going to be at PAX. At we the end of the month. Two Confirmed. We have two I will panels. Be there. One is... A PlayStation panel one and one beyond. is a Nintendo panel. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, but if uh, we'll have more information on that, but if you wanna, if you're at PAX and you wanna come hang out and see us, come to one of the panels and we'll yeah. stick around afterwards. That'd be super cool. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll be back next week. Ryan will be back. I, I promise it will it'll be better and probably shorter. It probably won't be better or it, shorter. Or shorter. No. Yeah, it'll just be the same. <laughs> this is usual. People time. seem <laughs> to like the long episodes. I like them too. So yeah, no. That's good. It's good. As we go out there, it's just like a dystopian wasteland. Like, yeah. What happened? Everyone's dead. Jared, Jared is now like king of society. He's wearing like bones around his neck. Huh. I feel like Jared would be the king of society in the future. I'd let him be. The That'd king. be fine. Yeah. Um, for Miranda, Sean, and Alana, my name is Marty. Uh, this was Podcast Unlocked, episode 259. We will see you next week. Greets. <laughs> Aloha. <laughs>